0: everyone, and welcome to a new episode of MTG Rants. I'm Tannen Grace, and as always I'm joined by Ross. Wait, wait, you're not Ross. I have a wild Doomwake on my show. What are you doing, buddy? Hey, I am not I am indeed
1: not Ross Miriam. Uh I'm Doomwake, aka Well, I'm actually my name is Devin. My name's not Doomwake. Uh Devin, aka Doomwake. You can find me on Twitch.tv slash Doomwake, YouTube, all that stuff. But yeah, uh filling in for Ross. I guess Ross is under the weather today.
0: Yeah, Ross is a little under the weather. Uh not feeling great, and he doesn't think he's going to feel great for the next couple days. I think he might have to travel soon, too. So he's like, yeah, just go ahead and and try to do an episode without me. And while I think I'm capable of doing this episode by myself, because let's be real, I can talk, it's much (laughs) more fun having somebody else in the booth with me. So thanks for joining us today, and I really appreciate it. Happy to be here. And you and I just came off of a a pretty crazy weekend, didn't we? We both just went to uh, Vegas, and let's just get right into it. So we went to Vegas, right? So the very first big magic not magic the gathering, the very first big magic gathering of that kind of proportion since yep. the pandemic started. Give me your like just overall thoughts and feelings of how it was for you because I, I know how I felt so. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, So I got there on
1: Wednesday. I got there Wednesday night because the flights were cheaper to get there Wednesday than Thursday. And I also I could have left Sunday, but Sunday night, but I wanted to stay an extra day. So I left Monday. And as I was leaving the airport on Monday, I was just like I was looking out the window. and I was just like so emotional because I didn't want to leave. I I had so much fun. Uh, As you said, this is the first big event in uh, God only knows how long since COVID started. And it was just almost two uh, years. Almost two years, yeah. Just an amazing experience getting to you know hang out with all the people that uh, and meet some awesome new people as well. It was just you know the the hangouts were awesome. Like you know, the tournament itself didn't go so well, but just that the gathering and that's kind of why we play the game, you know.
0: Hmm. And like I kind of I'm kind of glad you said the tournament didn't go so well, but who like you pretty much said who cares? Oh yeah, I don't care. Yeah, the the same (laughs) thing happened to me. Yeah, the same thing happened to me. Hey, it's in Vegas, right? You know, Vegas, baby. And B, like, how many hugs did you get this week? How many like fist bumps? You know, high fives? I mean, like. People were just like, I'll tell you this. I saw more than one like teary eye expression. You know, I I myself got kind of, uh, I don't know what you did when you first got there, but I wasn't playing day one, right? I didn't play in the modern rain event. You did. So you all had to like scramble and it was like, it was like a typical GP morning for you or PTQ morning, whatever kind of event you're used to. And for me, I mean, I I think I put in, I remember looking at my phone, I think I put in like over 19,000 steps that day or something along those lines because yeah, I just walked around the event the entire day. I wanted to see everyone, right? And so at the beginning, when everybody's like mad scrambling. So for everybody at home who, who wasn't there, so it was your, your typical typical convention center, except it felt like almost like it was uh like a number 8 where, like in the middle. There was like a little thing, and then on one side of it was like the the serious like perf- like the the serious competitive part, and then the other oval was like all the cool fun stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So like right when you walk in, um, you know, once you get past the security and the checkpoints and everything, uh, was just all the booths which you were in like. I'm not going to lie. I walk in you, and you, you can hear it and you could like see it. You could like smell it. It's all the things you're used to, right? It felt like a oh, GP yeah. and I was yeah. just like hit with a wave of emotion. I was like, I didn't realize how much I missed this. I know it's crazy.
1: Yeah. Same. I completely agree. You know, wait, but like, we got there. Uh, I it's funny. I actually got that. I showed up on Thursday. I didn't realize the convention the the hall wasn't open on Thursday, so I showed up there <laughs> to the convention center on Thursday. I'm just you know asking around. Where's this magic tournament? People are like, They're looking at me funny. I'm like, what, what what are you talking about? They're like, David Blaine's um, that way. Like, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it was just like you said. You know, walking in there, seeing all the dealer booths. They had some other booths as well. There was like a bunch of other content creators that was there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and just artists, just things along. Those yeah, lines. artists. Uh, it was just an, an amazing experience. And like you said, just, you know, getting to do that again for in the first time in two years, it's just, it hits you, it hits you hard. Let me tell mm-hmm. you,
0: I, you know, I'm not a very good person at like, I think I'm like, right. I just missed the generation of like taking tons of photos on your phone and tons of videos on your phone because, uh, we didn't, I mean, we had cell phones when I was in high school, right? Like that they started getting big when I was in high school, but like, we didn't even have texting yet. We certainly didn't have cameras. You know, so like it wasn't a, you know, it's another thing that's like ingrained in us as much as like literally probably five years, you know, as someone, right, who, yep. uh, as someone who just turned 37 a couple of days ago, uh, for everybody who's listening at home, we were recording this on Wednesday, November 24th. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody as well. Happy holidays. Um, I didn't, I didn't do it enough and I definitely should have. I took a few pictures, like a few videos here, but I definitely should have gotten a video of like when round one sat down because I'll tell you this. He was probably considered everyone thought it would be successful, right? A, a none of people would show up. I don't think anyone in their wildest dreams knew this many people were going to no. go. It
1: was crazy. Yeah. Cuz it, it capped insane. out at
0: 1400 people. Yep. Right? And I, I do do you believe this cuz I believe that there was more than that not playing the event on Friday as well, like just walking around.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, there was definitely people because like uh, they had like the commander thing and a bunch of side events and you know, I, I like I I, obviously I didn't do so well in the events so I ended up playing some side events and as I was talking to people who were playing the side events like there was a couple of my opponents and people that I was you know talking to uh, you know in the next to me and, and stuff like that they were just like yeah I just came here for the side events they didn't even come here for the main event you know it's just they just come here for the experience and they want to play their format and just have some fun maybe they don't have time for the main event but yeah I mean the tournaments like that just bring out bring out everybody you know people are from all over the world and just really they play different formats and they play for different reasons and you really get that experience of having. Having all of those different kinds of people there at the same time and it's just you know like I said it's a great atmosphere
0: yeah absolutely and I gotta say this since you since you just brought this up it's like the first real question I'm gonna ask you because we're gonna have a couple questions there's some stuff from Twitter and discord and stuff do, do you feel like this is the future of magic I mean you know eventually we'll probably get some kind of organized play thing and that'll be attached to the part that you and I were talking about where the, you know the the more competitive side but I feel like more people were there just to experience the gathering
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, so you're you're saying like do you think that there's not going to be like you think that these events are are successful and and they'll try to run them in the
0: future but you don't think they'll be attaching it to like a like an OP system? Well, I think they will, but I think you're going to have something that's going to be like a hybrid of the two. Kind of like we saw GPs towards the end of the stuff where it's like it's it's more of it's what's the word I'm looking for? It's like a convention that has this event at it. Cuz like when I was doing GPs coming up, like it that's it. It was the GP, there was like Maybe a side event, you know. There's like a PTQ on Sunday that had like 600 people in it or whatever. If you yeah, lost the first seven rounds, you're dead, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and there's vendors, but like now there's like, you know, it's it's an actual thing to go to, and you have enough to do even if you're not playing in the main event.
1: Yeah, so I guess you you would compare it almost like a Pax kind of thing, right? Right. Yeah. That's Where it's like there's that's a it's way not just way the event it. itself. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's not just the event itself. You're going to, you know, for the vendors, for the booths, for, uh, for the food, the the hangouts, all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, uh, I would definitely, uh, I would definitely like to play in these events again for sure. I I really hope that they, you know, look at the turnout for this and and see how well it did and the you know the really good reaction and response from it. So, but yeah, I, I could definitely see that. You know, if if they're not going to bring back like the, you know, if they're not going to have MTG as a professional uh, option than having these sort of events that kind of are the best of both worlds, right? It's like for the competitive people there's a big event for the competitive people for the casuals, there's their own thing and so on and so forth
0: I think that's kind of where you have to go now for these to be successful and worth the time and effort for, I mean, the organizers people behind it is like you 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 have the casual, right, and you have the competitive I think you need to appeal to both nowadays, like it when it started happening, I'm like, "This! Not only is this really smart, how did we not come up with this beforehand? Like, how, how did we mm. only make this about one of the players?" And I think a lot of it has to do with commander, right? Because you know, when I was younger and really coming up, we did not have that. I still remember the very first time I saw a commander game. This is how old I was. I don't remember what pro tour it was at, but it's at a pro tour. It was Sunday, like a little later, little later in the day. Anybody who played on any of the pro tours back then, you remember Sunday was like travel day. People might show up at the site. Money drafts were going on, you know the top eight's going on, and that's pretty much it. Like there's almost no event going on, right? And so all the judges have a bunch of time on their hands, and I would walk up. And these judges are playing with these decks that are way too big, right? You know because like obviously it's not a sixty card deck, and then they would have this little like hard case with a with a with a card in it. It would be like Chromium, you know, because like the original commander was EDH, which is Elder Dragon Highlander, and you had to pick one of those, oh, you know, Nicolopolis yes. or, or Chromium, and oh, that was your commander. Comes, right? yeah yeah exactly yeah. that was your commander and like <laughs> oh you God. played with those and the decks were so bad but i was like this looks like because i love this kind of magic like yeah. this looks like so much fun i had one of them explain it to me and i'm like that's kind of cool i guess you know and then who knew that was gonna blow up to be this big you know <clears throat> kind of thing so uh before we get into the actual magic side of it and all the questions <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, what how, is magic, was, anyways? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, <laughs> the, hey, anybody who's listened to the show realizes the first twenty or thirty minutes usually aren't about magic. It's a lot it's about, like, basketball. It's a Utah Jazz and at Atlanta <laughs> Braves. There we go. But, uh, so it's it's been really hard for people if they don't like that the last couple of weeks because the NBA just started and the Braves won the World Series and they've had to listen mm. to a lot of shit. But, yep. uh, but anyway, how is Vegas overall for you because like that I feel like if you have an event on the West Coast now, you have to go to Vegas like the turnouts are huge,
1: yeah, I mean honestly that this was my first time in Vegas and I think I told you that, and it was uh just the best experience in my life It was one of the best trips that I've ever been on, and it was you know from start to finish, just everything the the atmosphere the people um I'm not even usually like that big into the city life, but Vegas is something different, man. It really is. It's just like it hits you like a truck the first time you get there. It just like it's it's a little overwhelming at first, but once you start to get used to it and you know, kind of what you know, learn your way around and stuff like that. It was just it was amazing. We had uh, awesome dinners, got to hang out with some cool people, went to a couple clubs. It was just just an amazing amazing time.
0: For me, it's definitely the food. Like it's, it's my favorite food city in all of America. It's the thing I miss the most from living there. I'm glad that you said that because, like, I forget sometimes that, like, you know, this is not – some it might be someone's first first trip there. So, like, when I'm with a group of people, I'm, like, quickly walking to where I'm going. And I'm going all the, like – you know, I'm talking about not in the convention. I'm talking outside, like, in the city, you know, on the strip. I'm taking all the back ways and the quick ways through stuff. And they're like, hey, I, like, wanted to see that. Or can you slow down? I'm like, oh, yeah, my bad. Like, <laughs> I've seen a this a million times. Yeah, I've seen this a million times. I'm sorry. For me, this is old, old news. But uh, what was the best meal you ate uh, this weekend?
1: Best meal I ate was the steakhouse that we went to on the last day. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the name of that? I think it was Old Something. It was in the. It was in Caesar's. I can't remember the exact name of it, but it was. I know exactly uh,
0: which one you're talking about. and I can't think of the name of it either.
1: It was. I know it was Old Something. Me and uh, me, Spike, and then I think it was me, Spike, Esther, and then uh, I can't remember the name of Esther's friend. But yeah, it was. It was us. We were. It was just an amazing, amazing dinner. Best steak I ever had.
0: It's funny you say that. My my favorite meal from that weekend was literally right next door to that. It's Bobby Flay's place, Amalfi. That's right next to it. Oh, okay. It's one of my favorite restaurants in the world now. I've been every time that I've been to Vegas lately. And uh, we went for my birthday dinner uh, the night while we were there. And it's the first time I haven't gotten the fish because it's like more of a uh, a seafood place kind of thing. But uh, we couldn't do – normally what we do is we we buy enough (laughs) for like the whole table and do like a family style thing with all the – because you get – you order like seven or eight plates of food or whatever. But uh, we had to Candio with us who, like, can't have fish, so mm, we were all like, yeah. okay. And I wanted to try the other stuff, so I got a steak, and I don't eat a ton of red meat, but it was one of the better steaks I've ever had, obviously. The wine was amazing. The pasta was amazing. I mean, like, just anyone who has who goes to – my friends always go to Vegas. And I'm like, make sure you budget accordingly. Like, don't go to McDonald's or, or Chipotle, <laughs> no, please. Come like, on. don't go anywhere. You can go anywhere else. Like, <clears throat> Someone who's like, someone's like, I can't wait to eat overpriced convention foods. Like, please, for the love of God, don't just leave the site. (laughs) Just spend
1: like an extra twenty bucks and get a nice meal. You know,
0: yeah, just go get an Uber or whatever. If you drove there, like, if you have a car, just go drive the mile and a half or whatever to the strip. If that, you know, it takes ten minutes. Go, go drive where you need to go, get a really good meal. Uh, So, where did you guys end up staying?
1: Uh, I stayed at the Aria with. Mm -hmm. uh, I was was, with so there was a mod in my chat. A couple of his friends. I stayed with them. Uh, but yeah, Aria
0: was nice, good place. A Beautiful, beautiful hotel. Did y'all get to walk oh, yeah. the strip at all? Yeah. Like on Thursday, I'm guessing, and a little bit on Monday, maybe.
1: A little bit, but not a ton. That was actually uh, like, one of
0: my favorite things to do: just be like walking up and down through all the casinos, and because they're they're gorgeous inside.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. No most of most of the traveling was just like you know we uh, like Uber to the Uber to the food place, then we Uber to the casino and, and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, we didn't spend a ton of time like getting to like, especially during at night, you know, during the nighttime where it's all the stuff's lit up and it looks a lot, a lot more, a lot better. We didn't get to spend a ton of time like walking up and down the strip during those times. I kind of wish we did. You know, most of the most of the trips were were just done by Ubering, which I kind of wish we, you know, just walked a little bit. But
0: well, you know what you need to do next time. You know that helps out a lot because like again, this is your first trip. <clears throat> right. Like you said, you just got you're trying to. T- I remember the first time I was there, I was just floored because like you see it on TV and it does not prepare you for. Oh, it, it doesn't is,
1: do it justice at all. No, it's in all. your
0: face. It is loud. There is a lot <laughs> of stuff going on, and it's very fast. Like, if you've been to, like, New York or any other kind of city like that, like, nothing stops for you. <laughs> no.
1: you know Nothing you at know,
0: all. <laughs> everything is moving, moving, moving. Did y'all get to do any gambling while you were there?
1: A little bit. A little bit. Um, I, I, I like, I'm gonna be honest with you, I haven't really spent that much time in a casino in, like, my entire lifetime. Like, you know, this is, not not like the actual first time, but, like, You know, a handful of times I could probably count on one hand before this that I've been into an actual casino so I mostly just kind of played some slots that was not the best idea, let me tell you that much slots are are probably not recommended I played a little bit of blackjack played a little roulette, didn't play any poker I'm always worried about like because table etiquette, you know Mm -hmm. I'm always worried about that kind of stuff for like dealer button and I don't don't know maybe I'm just kind of overblowing that a little bit you know you could just
0: like talk to me, right?
1: i yeah i guess guess you have
0: a resource you know (laughs) like i I lived there for like five years i play poker every day (laughs) like you know kind of thing i'm just messing with you i did the same thing for spike spike's like i've never played where should i go and i was like all right here like here's some notes and stuff also uh like to kind of get on him a little bit it was hilarious uh he like messaged me one night and it was like eight or nine o'clock at night on like a friday And he's like, he's like, hey, there's like twelve of us together on the strip. Where should we go to eat? And I just like, I was like laughing, and I I was like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, you're not getting a table anywhere that's that's worth it without a reservation. (laughs) Luckily, they found somewhere. Thank God. Or whatever. I was like, I was like, look, man, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be an ass, but like, you're you're shit out of luck. (laughs) Like, like we made these reservations like days ago. I called before I was even in in the state. You know, I called from from home on some of this stuff. But it's like one of the things you you live and you learn.
1: If it was Friday, it was probably the buffet that we ended up going to, because we were doing the same yeah. thing. I had, I had. it was me and a group of people who were trying to meet up with, I think, Spikes' group of people, and we were trying to find a reservation. We called, like, three or four buffets. They were all booked out, and we ended up, we ended up calling The Win, who, like, closed at nine, and we called them at, like, 7.45, made a reservation for eight, so we had to, like, book it there. Book it's it, like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've actually never had the buffet at The Win. How was it? Like, honestly, how was it? Fine. So, <laughs> it's funny, because, like, I don't, I haven't really had like a, a good buffet
1: to, of 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 that price. Like even 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 though I think some of the other buffets were a little bit more expensive, so it's probably on the lower end of 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 that spectrum. I've never really had like a buffet even close to that price range. Like, so like for a, me, an upper
0: end buffet, like right? That. Yeah,
1: exactly. So for me, it was pretty good. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people who maybe have had more experiences with other of those higher end buffets. Maybe didn't maybe said it wasn't quite as good as they had hoped for. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I loved it. It was good.
0: Good. Because uh, I was going to say, I think the only two that I'll eat at now is one is Bacchanal, which is the, considered the best one. That's at Caesars. And then there's one, if I remember, right, it's at like the Cosmo, whatever. it's like Dirty Spoon or Wicked Spoon. I can't remember the name of it, Wicked but I remember Spoon. that one. Everybody yeah,
1: in the... my chat was telling me about that one. Yeah, yeah, that one was they also they were good. booked out, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, they're they're generally going to be a little more booked out uh, and stuff. So, yeah. um, I, did, I didn't get to go to Lotus of Siam while I was there. It was like the one regret I have from the trip. That's like one of my favorite restaurants. It's a little bit off strip, but it's a little closer than it used to be. It used to be in this like run down shopping center. And like yeah. the building looked like the roof was about to collapse. Now they have like an actual <laughs> really? big, nice view. But it was like, the, it's the best Thai food you'll get in the entire world outside of Thailand. Like it's, I'm, I'm not joking. It has my favorite meal in the world. Like even when I wasn't eating meat, I my favorite meal there has meat in it. I would still order it. I'm like, I'm going to, really? I'm going to break this. Yeah, it's that good. Worth you it. Know? <clears throat> yeah. And it's simple. It has like three ingredients in it. It's just simple. And I just love it. It's just perfect, you know, kind of thing. So um, back to the gambling thing for a second. Yeah, I, I see what you mean by the um, the slots might not have been a good idea, whether you win or lose. I, if if I'm going to gamble, because I'm actually not that big a fan of gambling, but I did a little bit. I played a little blackjack on the trip or whatever. I will do it when other people do it. I'm like a social gambler. It's kind of how my drinking is now. Like, I don't drink by myself much anymore. I, I drink socially. But I like the games where, you know, we go try to find our own table or an area where we're like, you know, three or four of us want to play, some of us want to watch or like we go find an open section of like a craps table or, you know, a pie gal table somewhere where like we could play, have a few drinks and like hopefully not lose too much, you know, hopefully right. somebody wins like I remember uh, I, when we played blackjack everybody else got their asses handed to them and I could not lose like I just could, <laughs> and I was just letting it ride because I was like yeah. I bet the minimum which was like $25 and I ran it up to like Three or four hundred in like seven really? minutes, you know, wow. like quickly. So then I took it off and I was like, all right. And we went out to like a karaoke bar. and stuff. I was like, all right, cool. tabbed on me, you know, because everybody else. And I was like, it's it's free money, right? Like at that point, i was like, whatever. Like let's just go, yeah, let's just go have fun. Money. Yeah. Plus, like I, you know, I didn't pay for my dinners, so my friends were we're, were, were nice to each other, especially on like your your birthdays and stuff. You're like, all right, we'll we'll take oh, care of yeah, you for and sure stuff. Yeah, so. it was
1: your birthday. Happy belated birthday, buddy! I, Thank I you, I just man. completely forgot about that.
0: Yeah, that's actually it's funny because uh, if anybody listened to the show, I talked about how like I wasn't gonna go to Vegas. Cause like I had a crazy month before this where three of the four weekends I was gone doing flesh and blood commentary. And then the weekend that I did the week that I didn't go was the world series. And I went to the world series. So like my voice got utterly destroyed. I somehow made it through all of this. You know, I was like, yeah, I went, I went crazy last month at how much I was doing. So I was like, I need the weekend off. And then literally Thursday, you know, you were like, yeah, I showed up Thursday, Thursday morning. I, I wake up and Jonathan Job, one of my, my best friends, he was like, "Hey, uh, I feel up to going." Because originally he wasn't going to go. He had some surgery like the week before, and um, <clears throat> he was like, "I didn't think I'd feel up to it, but I feel up to going." Do you want to do this for your birthday? And I'm like, I "Already, I had, like already pulled up the you know the thing <laughs> on my on my screen. I was, like, looking. <laughs> I found like an affordable flight. Let's go. I, I had to I had to fly Spirit. I had to like just bring a backpack because it was the only one like under eight hundred dollars or whatever, and and a decent flight. You know, like it wasn't like eight hour layover somewhere." So we went there uh he gets us pretty hooked up we had like a penthouse at Paris or whatever you know like brush his shoulders off everyone he's like a he's like a big baller out there so we get we get hooked up pretty well you know no lines we get we get comped pretty well at some stuff so it's always a really he the way we always joke about it he has run to Vegas for me I can never go <laughs> as like a peasant <laughs> you know like it's <laughs> a, a way to put it whatever you Might always have a the little, ball out yeah I mean look like, it's not like we go super crazy right you know because we're all getting a little bit older we're getting a little more chill you know we don't go nuts but I got talked into it the night of my actual birthday of, like, going out. I didn't get back to, like, 5 a.m. Because, you know, I didn't day two of the event. So I was just like, it's one of those ones that it just snuck up on me. I look at my phone. I was like, oh, God. It's 5 <laughs> o'clock. You know, the sun's on? coming up in, like, an hour. <laughs> uh. I should probably get back to my room, you know, kind of thing. And I still woke up, like, four hours later, and three hours later, because I'm an old man. And I wake up, you know, at the same time every day. I say, yep. I, I say that, dude. I've been sleeping in the last few days. I'm still in West Coast time. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I've been sleeping till like, noon. It feels so weird and bad. Oh, you gotta get used to it. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I gotta switch back over, but, like, I can't make myself. I'm, like, wide awake right now, you know? If everybody right at home, it's it's 9.05. Usually, I'm, like, chilling. And, doom wake right before we got on this, I was, like, cooking dinner, you know? Like, I haven't <laughs> even had dinner yet and stuff, so...
1: I kind of felt that the first night that I got into the hotel, because I was obviously, you know, when you're when your first night, a three hour time difference. I think I, I think the next morning I woke up at like four in the morning, which is normally seven a.m., which is about the time that I usually wake up on the east. Because it's Coast,
0: a but, big difference for you, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's hard to get used to.
0: Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, and it's it's funny you're there for what four four and a half days, five days total, I guess, with the halves depending yeah, on the, the travel. With,
1: with the ha- yeah, five, about five days.
0: So you were like probably just getting to the point where you're like adjusted <laughs> and everything. They're like, nope, yeah, gotta go yeah. home. <laughs> <laughs> that flight back is crazy, isn't it too? Because like of the time difference.
1: Oh yeah. So funny story about that. Um, I I booked so I, I booked from Vegas. They they I, I they don't go direct because I, I flew out of Bradley, which is in Hartford, because it was cheaper to fly out of Hartford. So I went uh, Hartford to Charlotte, and then Charlotte Vegas, and then the way back I went Vegas DC DC Hartford, and I specifically gave myself an hour and a half layover. Because usually the usually DC, I mean DC you have to like I had to walk when I got into DC I had to walk like through the entire terminal, like over across the entire airport. And the flight from Vegas to DC was an hour and a half late. So I literally got there as like the DC to Hartford flight was already boarding. Yeah, I saw you tweeting about, to, about oh having a oh run. Oh god, yeah. it was so bad. Oh uh, it was bad. I, I made the flight, but it was it was rough.
0: The one there is usually completely fine for me because we luckily uh I have to drive about an hour to go to New Orleans, but we have direct flights, thankfully, and it's usually like three to four hours, depending on you know wind, etc. You know how all those things are. Yeah. But my flight back, I remember I left Sunday night because I needed to be here for Monday morning, and I left like I, I left it like I say left. My my flight was scheduled for like seven thirty, but we didn't leave till like nine nine thirty, so I didn't get home till like two or three in the morning. Oh, well, I didn't get That's landed until two or three in the morning. You know, you get if you land at the late in the airport, you get there and like there's just the airport is just empty like actually oh, yeah. empty no, it's like there. spooky not a single
1: person yeah
0: yeah because usually when you go it's like full and like people everywhere and i'm just like walking through i'm like this is crazy so like <laughs> i drive the hour home i get home and like i'm one of the people i can't go directly to bed same I, I have, yeah so like yep. doom scrolling on my phone i watch an episode of a tv show you know kind of thing so mm-hmm. youtube to, video yeah oh don't get me started on that i'll rabbit hole that thing <laughs> for like four hours
1: so. And then you but find up. yourself, you know, three in the morning, you're actually not even sleeping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. YouTube. Right. Yes.
0: Also, like, dude, I, I've got a dog. So it's like literally the best thing when you when you um, when you come home to your dog and you've been gone for a few days. My dog goes ballistic. Like, Just <laughs> she's she's tiny. She's like maybe 10 pounds, but she uh, she's her, her body shakes and her butt just goes back and forth. So she's literally just like just cannot uh, contain it. And it's my just favorite. Just like the, thing just the, like the meme. Yeah, literally, just like the meme. And so you like you always pick her up, and she just licks my entire face, and it's, oh, oh, it's, the, it's the best feeling. She's more excited to see me than, like you know, than, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Like I, I wish I could get that excited about stuff, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Dogs are just the best, but... Anyway, uh, you and I were chatting about this a little beforehand, starting in some of the nitty-gritty stuff. <clears throat> you and I were chatting a little, a little bit about this this weekend, and you were telling me about one of the people that was playing the event that was uh, streaming to Twitch while it was going on, which I saw the whole apparatus. It was pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. So it was uh eyelash TV is her Twitch handle and, uh, she's a great person. You know, we ended up, I met up with her Thursday for, uh, I think she was staying with... I can't remember who she was staying with. Saul. Saul Malka. I don't know if you know the name Saul Malka.
0: Um I'm old, so yes, of course, it's who Saul Malka is. <laughs> but yeah, the they were, they staying, yes, they,
1: yeah, they were staying... Yeah, uh, they were staying and I met up with them for some dinner and even on Thursday she was like... I know that she had mentioned that they were going to try and like record some of their testing games and I think that she had tried that in the, in the hotel but maybe the reception wasn't great or something like that. The internet
0: at the hotels generally is not great.
1: Yeah, not the best, not the best. But yeah, she was she ended up playing the event. Uh, I don't remember exactly how she did in the modern main event. But, uh, you know, once once she had stopped playing in the main event, she, you know, just went over and, you know, did like the coverage on her. She like fired up the coverage on her Twitch stream and her phone. And it was pretty much just like, you know, her and her phone just going around and trying to find feature matches, doing some interviews. And it was just like amazing because there was I remember at one point I was I was in the hotel watching just like kind of watching the top eight because I I think I, had, I was waiting to go out to dinner and I was watching the top eight on her Twitch channel and she was the most viewed magic stream on Twitch. And I was just like, holy crap, this many people want to watch. And it's like, like you, know, not, you know, nothing against her, but it was just like the, you know, just like the bare bones kind of stuff. There was no, like, mm-hmm. professional equipment or anything. Yeah, she's on her phone. Um, like, yeah. Right, exactly. Her. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just like the, to, to think that that many people are watching, the, you know what I mean? To mm-hmm. watch, like, that, that type of coverage was just, like, kind of crazy to me, you know? It's just like, imagine what would have happened if, you know, there was other mm-hmm. different coverage, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, I mind. did. I did imagine, because uh, I got asked a lot. While here we were there, which is, which is funny because, you know, I've been doing the Flesh and Blood coverage stuff with Channel Fireball, the people running the tournament quite a bit lately, and our whole team was there. Like, literally everyone who would be behind, you know, we, you know the, anyone who's seen it, there's a curtain set up. You know, we get like a little corner of the room, there's like a curtain set up, and we have like a little booth set up. You know, it's not like SCG where you, we're just out in the open. We, we kind of seclude ourselves a little bit. And every single person who's behind the curtain was there that weekend, right? And... I got asked ask that question a lot so i'm gonna answer a few of them you, you can you can you can ask away too you can be the uh you can be every man here you know what i mean you, you, can, you can be the whole public, public and you know i gotta ask for that in a like it, it would not have been me i am I'm not part of the magic coverage for channel fireball they like marshall sutcliffe huey and them were there you know people who've done magic with them a million times and let me let me be real i would have put a headset on if they asked you know i would have been prepared and ready to go okay. yeah. but um and hopefully, I don't give away too many secrets here. But this is my podcast, and they can, yeah, they can, they can <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, the internet alone to do that that weekend from that site would have cost like ten Gs.
1: Yeah, I can imagine.
0: And people because you need know a really that. stable internet connection too, you know. Oh yeah, and it's still like that's the thing too. Anytime it goes down, people are like, "What's going on with these amateurs?" You know, like they whatever. And I'm like, yeah. Do you realize like what has to go on to have that kind of stream from a convention center that is made out of pure metal? like right the signal and like is bad. you
1: know like eyelash stream for example I think at one point she went she was live for like a full 12 hours without mm. any like connection drops or anything which is impressive
0: yeah, yeah 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 and so you know all that like the amount of effort time and like stuff that just goes into all that I think is one of the things that people just don't understand. There's a quote that I think Cedric came up with within the last year about this, about, you know, constantly being asked, like, why is there no coverage of this? Why is there no coverage of that? You know, like, especially with them having the Invitational and this event happening and no coverage of either one. And there's this quote that I really, really like. I think it hits home. I hope I don't butcher it. But it's people are more concerned with the existence of coverage than actually watching coverage. Yep. And it's 100% true. Right. And and that's the thing. I, it's like when Legacy started dying on the SG tour. And I remember Nick Miller put out this this tweet. He's like, "Look, we're doing a Legacy and a Legacy event X. You know, wasn't like in October, like whatever. You know what I mean? We're doing a Legacy event this time and on this channel. If you want it fixed, if you want if you want more of it, show up to the event. And if you're not showing up to the event, watch the damn vit event on Twitch. And it still had terrible numbers compared to yeah. the other stuff. And people wonder. They're like, "Oh, this or that." I'm like it's a numbers game it comes down to money it comes down to you know what can be afforded what you're trying to accomplish and people are like well why is there flesh and blood coverage and not magic coverage magic's established it already has a thing you know it knows what it's doing it's not up and coming right it's not trying to make a name for itself flesh and blood is you know and they actually have an organized play uh you know thing going on like they have you know we just yeah, we already have all that stuff. Which, by the way, it's, it's just Magic. So they just literally took it and like they, they. I saw
1: something. Yeah, I saw something about that on Twitter. It looked pretty interesting.
0: It's it's literally the exact same thing. <laughs> like they they just took the dot like they took the whole OP for Magic and then Control V you know Magic the Gathering, took all of it, deleted it, and just replaced it with Flesh and Blood. Nice. It's more than that, obviously, but that's pretty much like what I'm trying to tell you. It's 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 the same thing. You know, you have callings that are GPs. You have uh, pro requests which are PTQs. You know, we have Nationals, we're going to have the Pro Tour next year. It's the exact same thing, right? Right. Because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And it wasn't that broken. Like, obviously there was bad stuff, but, like, whatever, man. We don't have to get into the MPL and stuff here. Because <laughs> that'll be the whole show. We'll, yeah, or, we'll or, be here for, like, four hours. Yeah, we'll be here. Special 17-hour episode of <laughs> yeah. MTG Rants. Uh, by the way, they're still going. You're just hearing the first half of it because he's already finished it. But you know, Well, we'll um, still be going by
1: the time Ross isn't sick anymore.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? So, like... Was there anything, I mean, you said that you and your chat were talking about this the other day. Was there any other questions that popped up or comments about that? Because, like, you know, that's that's the brass tacks when it comes down to it. Because, like, the event wasn't feeding anything. And, yeah, it's, it's just, like, a one-off, right? And, like... Yeah, I guess they could have streamed it, but like it would just cost too much. It would have been way not cost effective.
1: Yeah, I mean that was pretty much the the main question was you know why, like you were saying about the flesh and blood thing. If people as people see like the flesh and blood coverage, they wonder what there's not magic coverage, and I think you you hit it pretty well. It's like well, flesh and blood is you know Jesus trying to make a name for itself. Magic doesn't really need that. You know they already have, they they already have like the. They already have the branding. They already have enough uh, you know, people want, people who want to play and people who want to attend and stuff like that. They're not trying to like get their name out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was, that was pretty much the, the main question, to be honest.
0: Mm-hmm. Speaking of questions, how about we get a couple? Of, we'll, we'll, we'll fire off a few. We'll, we'll weave in and out because some of them are faster than other ones. Some of them will lead into some big conversations. So most of these are uh, towards you, but I'll, I'll answer a few myself because I definitely have one here. Uh, this one's from uh, Cody on Twitter. He says, what is one card? you wish was good enough to play in modern mm. would it be doom wake giant i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh i
1: mean i kind of want to say Asmo. <laughs> Uh you know what that's actually kind of great because like that kinda is kind of your brand Asmo. yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, I spent so much time on that, like, the first, about the first month or so, and I mean, you know, if you look at, like, the events, like, the modern challenges for the first couple of weeks of MH, when MH2 was out online, there was a lot of aspo decks, and it won a couple of challenges, had a bunch of top eights, and, like, this question that I get asked in my chat all the time, it's like, what happened to Asmo, what happened, I, I don't, I really don't know what to say, um, I think it's just, like, as, I think, Part of it was like the decks were not really focused and cohesive as much. And I think most of it was like as those decks start to get more efficient and they start to figure out what their actual plan is, then they're like the Asmo decks are like kind of a, a pile of synergy, right? And it's like if you don't draw the right pieces at the right time, then your draw doesn't really focus, your draw doesn't really function. And decks early on maybe had that, but now as, P- as the decks get more focused and more, uh, you know, they don't, there's none of that anymore. So.
0: Mm-hmm. For me, I think this answer is not going to surprise anyone. Probably just Delver of Secrets. I think would because <laughs> that card hasn't been playable in Modern in like seven years or something. So, mm. but I've, I've I've got it down bad for that card. But anyway, all right. I remember
1: playing Grixis Delver.
0: I did too. Like it was one of the last PTQs I ever won in Modern, and see, the only reason I played it is because it was a Delver deck, and I was like, yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing. And then like easily won the tournament. I was like, oh, maybe it's good. Spoiler: it really wasn't. But <laughs> like your deck was almost better when you boarded out Delver of Secrets most of the time. Oh yeah. 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 All right. This one is from Milos on uh, on Twitter as well. They said, uh, are there any cards currently on the ban list that you think would be good or healthy for modern? I always argue about Green Sun Zenith of Friends. Also, do you think modern is in a is a better? Hmm, sorry, the wording on here is a little word. It says, also, do you think modern is a is I'm going to paraphrase. This. Do you think modern is in a better place since the printing of MH one and MH two? Are these sets a good path forward for the format? So a little two parter. If you need me to repeat that, sorry, I took a long extra hmm.
1: time. <clears throat> let's see here. I had to, to pull up the band list because I always have to remind myself mm-hmm. what's on here. Let's 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 take a look. I'm going
0: to answer for a second. I think Green Sun Zenith is a card that you could definitely um, talk about. I don't like the consistency that it, at which that it, it uh, does stuff. Also, if we took out Dryad Arbor completely, maybe then that's a card that we could start talking about. Um, but that's definitely one of the ones, honestly if we could do something about the other decks, like the broken decks that it would make, I would love to have Mox Opal be a fairer card in the format because, like, you know, being able to play Affinity or robots or whatever you want to call it since it's, like, not actually Affinity. So...
1: Uh, they
0: play Thought Monitor. That card has Affinity, right? True. They do play an <laughs> Affinity card now. I forgot about that. But that was the biggest thing for all. They're like, yeah, it's Affinity with zero Affinity zero cards. Zero Affinity
1: cards, yeah. Because yeah. there just weren't any good ones. Um, looking over the list, I feel like the card that I think would be the most likely eh, could potentially be unbanned, I guess I'd probably have to say Punishing Fire, but at the same time it's one of those things where like, mostly it's because I don't even think Punishing Fire would be good, it's just like the the threats that it's trying to match up against aren't, aren't really at the same power level as when Punishing Fire was good. But it's also one of those things, it's like, well, what does it actually do for the format? There's there's nothing good about that gameplay, you know what I mean? If it's good, it's going to be too good and obnoxious, or it's going to be unplayable. There's no in-between, so it's like...
0: You could always give it the Golgari thug, uh Golgari grave troll, sorry, uh treatment too, where like he came back and like, oh, we were uh, a little wrong. Yeah, about we messed this up one, a little but, bit. <laughs> but like maybe just a natural prey to the to the Ragavan DRC kind of thing. That's, that's what I'm on.
1: saying, right? Like against Ragavan DRC, it's like you can you could justify the doing that kind of stuff although on the draw, two man against Ragavan, maybe not the best,
0: okay. but Yeah, exactly, right? That seems fine. Like Yeah. I think there may be... I don't know. I think that might be the answer, honestly. It's like, let, let's let's give Punishing Fire a shot, you know, kind See of what thing. what happens. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, Hong Yong says, uh, with a huge turnout during MTG Vegas, do you think this will send a message to Watsi about what competitive play will look like, or do you think they'll keep dragging their feet? I'm going to answer this one first. I think they're going to keep dragging their feet, quote unquote, because like they're not sure what to do, but I think this will speed up the process, possibly a little bit. Seeing that and seeing the turnout... But, like I said earlier, if you have something on the West Coast, just have it at Vegas. Like, the numbers are always huge.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as you on that. I really do think that you know they're going to see the not just the turnar- turnout, but also the reaction from the event. Like a, you know, if they like we were talking about the like I watched the stream earlier. If they t- go and see like the coverage that pe- people just wanted to watch any coverage at all. You know, they're what I mean? like jonesing they just jonesing to want- see magic. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, people just want to watch magic. So you know, if they look at those numbers and, and that kind of stuff, um, I I would hope that it that it speeds up the process. But
0: yeah, I think they're going to do it when they're ready. that's that's the thing and I think they want to make sure they get it right because if they get it really wrong again I think they're in like a situation where they could actually hurt the game
1: and I Quite think part of it is they they don't want to necessarily announce coverage. I, uh, to be honest with you, I don't even think they know what they're doing for events. And I think part of the reason they don't want to talk and go in detail, or like you know, focus or uh, lock in coverage—that's the word I'm looking for—they don't want to lock in coverage for any event is because they just don't know what events they're going to do, and they don't want to plan for to have coverage without actually having the event set up. You know what I mean?
0: I really like this next question because. This is one I wonder myself sometimes. Is said, when are we getting Doomwake merch? The man has great music tastes and a name that would make for a sick metal style t shirt. D- you you are sponsored by Coalesce, right? Uh, Coalesce yeah. or, you, were you, yeah. or you were. I'm sorry if that was I, I was. I was. Okay. You were. Okay. Yeah. But I could definitely see them making like a, a metal band, you know, like almost like the Kal-Dim, uh name. Yeah. It just Doomwake. do like
1: the logo. Yeah. You should just
0: do that yourself. I'd buy that shirt.
1: <laughs> I, I'm not like the best graphic designer but i could probably talk to somebody about that i'd like i have uh i have like an artist that artist artist that does my emotes i could probably talk to talk to her a little bit um but yeah like it's also one thing like i never really like kind of looked into it a little bit like what the cost and and stuff like that are but i mean if there's enough if there's enough people that want it, i'll I'll look into it i'm not gonna say no i'm not gonna Mm say no
0: (laughs) if you're the person out there maybe a dm might be uh i have to slide in there for for Doomway help them out a little bit Uh, Joe wanted to know, was there a significant, this is a really good question, by the way, I like this one. Was there a significant difference in MTGO in Vegas modern metagames? Do you think the cost and availability of MH2 card uh, staples would be a problem going forward for modern's long-term popularity?
1: That is a fantastic question, and I actually just, it's really funny that this question came up, because I just uploaded, I do, I try to do weekly YouTube videos of the metagame, like the modern metagame, where I go over the events of the past weekend, sometimes it's Magic Online, sometimes it's paper, and I did a breakdown of all of the Magic Online events, and Vegas, there was another paper event I did, and one thing I noticed, there was, I think if I get the number correct, I think there was, across the three Magic Online events, because there was two challenges and a pizza queue. there was eight Merktide decks in the top eights. And the two paper events I did zero Merktide decks, and I thought that was kind of crazy. I'm just I, I don't I don't know if it's like the fact that Merktide is basically M H two Tribal with you know Merktide Ragavan DRC. I don't know if it's card availability. I don't know if it's people just want to play different decks. But yeah, I mean I definitely think there could be a card availability issue.
0: I think it's a little bit of everything too. Also, like you know, some people showed up. I think people just like wanted to play their deck. Yeah, it's our first time back. You know, they're not. They're not I think you're going to see like like some people. One of my friends was really worried about. It. He's like, "Hey, should I change some of my sideboard for the the Goblin Char deck?" I was like, "No, no one's going to play that deck." And I was like, "It'll be definitely underrepresented for how good it is or how well it's been doing online. Like, a people don't have those cards. B no one's going out their way. Like this is this isn't a shark event. Like there's obviously people in there. There's sharks in the event, but like. This is more about people getting to play paper magic than someone trying to win a grand prix, you know, kind of thing. So,
1: and like you said, people just like have their modern decks, and that's yeah. just the deck they play.
0: Yeah, like Jund guy, you know, like he's been playing that deck for the last nine years. It's all foiled out. Like, yeah, you know, and nothing. you know,
1: yep. I was just gonna say, you know, Jund guy is always gonna be foiled.
0: So, look, I know we're we hating on it's not, it's, this. Isn't us hating on Jund guy? It's just a funny meme thing. We used to make this joke. It's like <laughs> you playing against, so you're on the SCG tour, and you playing against a guy playing, you playing against someone playing Jund. What are the odds that it's foil? But it's all foil. It's like 100%. Yeah, it was like 100%. Yeah, exactly. So, (laughs) this next question was for you. And they said, after MTG Vegas, how do you think your Rhinos is in this current format? After playing with it a lot in paper, I found it to be very inconsistent. I feel like at times I just get blown out.
1: So, leading up to Vegas, I think I logged about 160 matches just with your Rhinos. And I think my win percentage was like just under 75% which over 160 matches is pretty absurd. Really, really, really and, good. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the main event, it did not go that well. I played against a couple of tough matchups. I played against Murktide twice. I played against Esper Control and Four-Color Yurion, the two Teferi decks. Um, Teferi decks are not great. Murktide's coin flip, I split the matches against Murktide. But one thing, and, uh, you know, a lot of people ask me this on my stream today about Rhinos and, like, why it's not doing as well. But one thing you gotta look at is if you look past the top eight of Vegas specifically, there were three Yorion Rhino decks within the top 32, and then three Teamer Rhino decks also within the top 45. So out of the top 45, a total of six Rhino decks... And I think two of the Yorion Rhinos decks lost playing for top eight. So if like if two of those matches goes differently, and there's two copies in the top eight, we're having a different conversation. Oh know yeah, what I mean, it's Way like different, I, different. I'm just like I broke the format, yada yada yada. So it's <laughs> I'm I, the I best. don't, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't really think the deck is bad. I think that you know I had personally some rough matchups, and you know maybe uh, could have been a little bit different there. But yeah, I mean I, there was there was still a lot of it in the t- in the top tables, and a uh, couple of them lost playing for top eight.
0: So. I think it's still good. I was a big fan of the game, one of the games that I got to watch of yours, because, you know, like I said, I wasn't playing on Fridays, so I just kind of birded all the people I knew. I was a big fan of your um, your 80-card deck drawing all of your rhinos, or most of your rhinos into your hand in the first <laughs> couple of turns. Big fan of seeing yeah. that one happen. That was awesome. That was kind of <laughs> like, awkward. Yeah, that one I think was really, I, really I, think
1: I, I think I kept my hand, and the, my first two draw sets were yep. both crashing footfalls, I was just like... Shh. He was this really is how we're doing
0: it huh it was really funny to me because i saw your opening hand i walked away because like you were you were close to a, i think i think spike was like a couple tables down or something so I, like i walked over yeah. and then i come back and i'm like what is going on i saw these like you know these rhinos in your hand like one suspended i'm like god your draws had to be horrible
1: how all did right.
0: this happen yeah who, what happened here all right uh one of the next questions is in your opinion what is modern lacking the most what is one thing you had changed about organized play and you you I'm going to say, for the organized play thing, you can answer the other two. I'm going to say, I want it to exist. All right, go ahead.
1: So, the Too question was, the question was what, is, what is Modern
0: lacking? Yeah, what do you what, what, in your opinion, is Modern lacking the most? You can infer whatever you want from this question. They probably have a very specific kind of thing they were looking for, but if mm. you think it's a card, deck type, a thing overall, you know, maybe it's, it's lacking this card being banned. I don't know. What do you think? I feel like... Like, how would you hmm. change the format?
1: That is a good question. I know, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I know that people talk about bans all the time. I, mm-hmm. I don't really think modern is necessarily in a place where there needs to be a ban. So. I don't think so either. If
0: I actually like where it's at right now.
1: Oh, me too, for sure. I think if I had, like, if you if you forced me to pick a card that like was this card has to get banned, I think my answer would be Luris. But I don't even think <laughs> Luris is like it, that egregious. Because it's, most of the decks that it's in are kind of fair. And yeah. a lot of like the Hammer draws, it, it is a factor of the Hammer deck, but some of Hammer's best draws don't even involve Luris. Involve so it's it. like, yeah, yeah. is the Hammer time deck even that affected by a Luris ban? Probably not. Um, but I think the one issue that I have with Luris is just re- repetition. The repetitive nature of it is just... Yeah. Uh, the, the Luris decks, like the mid-range grindy Luris decks, the game always gets to Luris and they're always the same game. That's the one thing I don't like about it, but...
0: That makes really good sense to me. Uh, I think the answer that I came up with while you are talking about this for what I think moderns lacking the most is affordable deck options that are actively good. The decks good are one. getting extremely expensive. <laughs> extremely expensive. Uh, this is a really good one because I've been curious about this myself. Anyone who watches your stream or watches Aspiring Spike or some of the other streams, can you translate what too, uh, what too free for the bean means?
1: <laughs> all right so there is uh you can actually if you if you if you go into spike's twitch channel right now and you just type in exclamation point bean the video clip is there but it's oh. basically um he was playing against a magic online player juju bean 2004 who is uh a zoom a zoomer as we call them and you know be magic careful. online grinder
0: be careful <laughs> what you're saying I'm sorry, Go
1: ahead. <laughs> Uh but Yeah, Magic Online grinder, and I think it was the I can't remember the exact situation what uh, Spike was playing, but they were his opponent was playing Hammer. I think it was like something where Spike casts the Thoughtseize, Thoughtseize the Hammer, and then his opponent just like untaps, draws for his turn, and then without even playing a spell, there's a message in chat, and it just says, too free for the bean. And then he just goes to attacks and plays the hammer that he drew yep. after Esther Spike thought he them or something. But that's that's where the origin came from. He just like, no, it doesn't even know him at all. Just just typed in chat, too free, for, it's too free for the bean or something like that, and then just like slam the hammer or whatever. That's, it was, it was well, great.
0: That's <laughs> actually just amazing.
1: I yeah, absolutely so love
0: it. Absolutely love it. Um, I really like this question. This is from a friend of mine named Matt DeMarco, or people might know him as Flake. He was one of the uh, commentators in Flesh and Blood that I, that I did with him he also plays magic and stuff and um i really like this one it's what is the next crossover you'd like to see akin to walking dead godzilla stuff and he, he went on to say uh if i can't tap han solo to crew the millennium falcon give it double strike sh- and lifelink you know like, he's like just because he's a huge star wars fan obviously so yeah. i'll give you a moment to think about it because i've had a moment to think about this and like i'll say some of my answers You're, go ahead fire it wrestling which oh what that's that? really good what do you think about like, that uh, so like your Planeswalkers are like the ultimate warrior like you can have the Undertaker which is just a zombie but, but no would it be the card like great like uh, like would it be a you know the four mana two two that returns a creature or do you make give him like a better he would he would be no you epic. know you know what how do the they do like the, from the new set you know how they do like the Godzilla's where they do right. a card but then they have
1: yeah. a different card name which is the same card you would do it like that I think
0: yeah, and he would be, like if you did it with the current set, it would be like the, uh, what are they, the Cemetery cards, you I know, mean, there's one in every color, he would be like the oh, black yeah. one. Oh yeah, Cemetery,
1: yeah, yeah, I don't know what it's called, yeah. but like Cemetery
0: Gatekeeper, that kind of stuff. <laughs> But, yeah, like, you could see, like, Ultimate Warrior or something. Or, like, oh, and Partner uh, partner Commanders could be, like, iconic tag, tag teams. Tag team.
1: Yeah, like the Hardy Boys,
0: the Dudleys. Or the Legion of Doom. Like, yeah. you know, or uh, what were they called? The Heart Foundation, I think is what they were yeah, called. We, the know, Heart Br- Foundation, Heart, yeah. Oh, and Heart. That would be, okay, I'd buy the shit out of this. <laughs> that would be good, right? Yeah. Uh, some other ones that came into mind, like, and they've already gotten some of them, obviously, like. Lord of the Rings, you know, I'm a huge nerd, right? If they do Star Wars, I'll do Star Wars. I actually, I might buy my first one soon besides, like, the charity ones where, where with Arcane. Have you seen that show, by the way? I haven't, but I've heard good it things. so Look, I literally know nothing about League <laughs> of Legends, like, actual Zero. Like, I know yeah. it's a game. I, I would recognize it if I saw it. Um, I also don't like anime. It's not like I'm like, anime sucks. I, I've tried, like, a lot. You know, I just I animated stuff.
1: It's just hard to get into it.
0: Yeah, and like I like the show Invincible. I think it's like one of the best things I've seen on television in the last couple of years. I thought it was amazing. Arcane blew me away with how good it was. I loved really? everything. I could talk. I could talk for the next thirty minutes about this. We're not going to. But <laughs> obviously, that one's cool. But like for me, uh, you know, I think just like I think Marvel is inevitable if they let them, if they let them do it. But like to what level? Like do you do the you know do you do the Avengers or do you do like you know the lesser you know the le- the people that aren't getting huge movies right now kind of thing? Because at that Guardians point, of like, the Galaxy. Yeah, like can you imagine a Guardians of the Galaxy secret layer? Like,
1: <laughs> can you that like, that would sell? Like, like, that one like, would sell.
0: Like yeah, because like there's been you know int like creatures in Magic before and so that you just got you just got Groot you know and then like you can have like Drax the Destroyer be some ridiculous thing and yeah that would be great and like <laughs> that'd be sick. Yeah, I'd buy that, you know, I would oh, yeah. definitely, like, if you have Iron Man, and any of them, like, you just take my money, take all of it, it's all, <laughs>
1: just take it all, and I'll, yeah. I'll buy a hundred of them,
0: yeah, he was, my, he was my favorite character as a kid, you know, I'd love that, um, they've already hit some of the nostalgia ones for me, um, I had another answer for this, and now I've blinked on it, because your answer was so damn good, <laughs> like, professional wrestling is too good, like, do you think there would be an artifact, like, it would be, like, the actual ring, Or something, or like it'd be like the Steel Cage match or something. It'd be like it'd be like arena, like the card arena, you know, like two character fight or something. There'd be some really good stuff. And like you could have a commander card where you could have like I'm I'm going down the rabbit hole. You could be like (laughs) it's the Royal Rumble and it's like you take all the creatures that are in play. And you just have them all fight or something. No, and like only one like all of them die but one. Like (laughs) did you ever did you ever play Hearthstone?
1: Uh a little bit, but not too much.
0: There was a card called Brawl that they actually did that. It's all the minions in play, they like you know, because you could see them. They would all go into the middle, and all of them would get thrown out, and one would oh, one would be left, awesome. like right in the middle. And I'm like, that's you could it. you could do that in magic, and that would be great as the room. <clears throat> so I might come back to this question at some point if I remember a little bit better. But <clears throat> <laughs> uh, this one's for Brent, our lovely editor. Shout out to Brent who does all the actual hard lifting and hard work for the show. And this is a really good. He's always got really good questions. What is the worst hill that you are willing to die on? This could be literally anything. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll give you, you a second. First. Yeah, the first one that pops into my head, and people have heard about this on the show, any kind of gelatin food, especially Jello itself, is fucking horrible, and keep it away from me. I want nothing to do with it. I don't know how got, many people eat it. I didn't want to interrupt you. I got, I got mine. Hawaiian pizza Go sucks. Ahead. Hawaiian pizza sucks, so you're not a pineapple yeah. pizza kind of guy? No,
1: get it off. Get yeah. it out of here.
0: I would if you put it in front of me and I was hungry, I would eat ham with pineapple like pizza, but not a lot of it. And I, I would not be I you know, what is it? Uh, I'm not gonna enjoy this. I'm gonna complain the whole time. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's yeah. that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. So, yeah. all right, let me pull up. Uh, sorry for everybody at home. I'm I'm like sw- swapping through a bunch of stuff with with the questions. So let me find some I have more of these.
1: Here, too. Let me see if I can see any.
0: Yeah, there you go. Um, let's yeah, see here. Nice. Uh, okay, so someone asked what was the best meal you ate in at Vegas. So we got to that one already. That's where it came. Here, here's my, here's one of my favorite ones from our Discord because I love a good DAG joke. They asked, "Whatever happened to Doom Sleep?" Mm, unclear. Is that, too, is that too much? Is that too much? I, I loved it. Doom Sleep. Yeah.
1: I don't know if I get. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I get it. Am I missing something?
0: It's like your, it's like your name, but instead of wake, it says sleep. So it's just uh, it's just the dad joke. It's so nice. bad, it's good. Nice, it's so bad, yes. it's good. I, I love get it. it. Now. Um, the dad joke, I like it. And then we got one more in here that I really liked too, because uh, I think I've seen you actually try this before, and I've seen some other people do it as well. Uh, does rhinos have a chance in Legacy?
1: It's funny you mention that. I've actually tried before. Uh, I think I played like a Legacy Q and a Legacy Showcase challenge both with rhinos, both. Uh, excuse me top 16 both of them um i mean turns no big, out no big, deal, add, no big deal big <laughs> deal turns yeah. out when you add eight spirit guides and uro and force of will to your deck it makes it a little bit better yeah. um but yeah i mean like all jokes aside i actually think that it could be legit like a legitimate strategy i haven't spent like a ton of time on legacy to like hone in on figure out what the list is but you know from what i've played so far it's felt pretty sick
0: mm-hmm. did you find any more of the questions that you wanted to bring up
1: Mm, no, I think you covered all the ones on Twitter As far as I can see Yeah, I was yeah, going to say I We think, got all the
0: ones on Twitter Yeah, we didn't give people long enough for this <laughs> Yeah, we should have we put this out a little, a little bit uh, A little bit ago Yeah, but like, tell you what I'll, I'll talk about this Do you think Rhinos in any form Is like what you should be doing in modern or Do you think it's like one of the best things you should be doing?
1: I still think so, yeah I mean, just like You know the combination, the the reason I like the Rhinos deck so much is you get to play all of the busted MH2 stuff, all of the free spells, you get to play Fury, Force of Negation all that stuff, so you you're, this deck you're like you're, basically you're always double or triple spelling, you know, even though it's when you look at the mana curve of the deck, it's like you know rhinos and then all threes, fours, and fives. <laughs> the
0: billion, you're just yeah.
1: the amount that you're double and triple spelling, and the effect that you're having on the board when you're doing that. It's just like you know, imagine this draw: like you're on the play and you go turn two, ice your opponent's land, you know, maybe force their spell, and then play ten power. Like your opponent doesn't even have a chance that game. You know, the, you've interacted with them in the first two turns in a meaningful way, and now you put ten power into play on turn three. It's just like the the deck is just so explosive like that. Um there are definitely you know ways to hate it out and that's kind of why we've moved towards Yorion and four color and stuff like that to have access to teferi and uh, omnath and more additional threats to like if people are loading up on chalices and mirrors you get to sidestep that with different threats but yeah i mean i think rhinos is is one of i would say it's one of the best strategies right now for sure
0: from an outside perspective looking in so like, you know, I don't play anywhere near as much modern as you do. I mean, there's not many people on the planet who do, obviously, but like I definitely don't play as much. But just from outside looking, in, especially watching streams and stuff, I feel like the Rhinos decks and it's kind of like the inverse of uh, Tron and what makes Tron good is in, in the fact that Tron always like mulligans, right? Like your average opening hand is like five. I feel like the Rhinos deck has like the most keepable sevens in the format, oh, yeah. like all of your hands just do the same thing.
1: Yep, exactly. Like outside of, like, obviously, you know, mana of, Man of screw and mana flood, there's not many, like, three or four spell hands that you're going to mulligan. Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess maybe if you have, like, multiple force of negations and missing a threat or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's but the even outliers, yeah. Right. Even, like, double force outburst, four lands, I'd probably keep. You know, mm-hmm. you just get to outburst and then have forces back up. It's just like any sort of threat plus meaningful interaction is usually just good enough. And especially with the Yorion deck, you have a lot, like, Obviously, you have 12 Cascade spells because you're accompanying for the fact that you're playing with 80 cards, but you have more free interaction. You get to play Solitude along with Fury. You get to play, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So you just even have more of those hands that have the free interaction, which makes it even better.
0: Yeah, because, like, you know, I, I, I play more than I let on, right? You know, I say that I never play. I play more than I let on, but, like, every time that i play to the deck, I'm super, like, just impressed with, like, every opening hand I look at, every seven-card hand, line. Keep, keep, keep. Like, right. they're, they're, just, they're just all great, right? <laughs> and I'm super yeah. impressed with how good Fire Ice is. Like, I, that was one card mm-hmm. when it got printed into me, too. I was just like, you know, I, I played it back in the day, but I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, it was kind of like a, that's cool. It'd be fun and limited. And I didn't realize how damn good it was going to be. Also, with like, you know, those were the ones with the rule change that actually helped it out quite a bit. Oh,
1: yeah. Yep, for sure. Yeah, people don't, people, uh, for people who didn't play back in the day, you didn't realize how good Time Walk was. And this is... Basically, just time walk
0: when you're yeah, on the playlist. Yeah, because you get the ice that land. It's it's really really good. And then when fire is good, it is really good. Like you ever seen someone oh, get yeah. the uh the DR, like two DRCs or you know DRC plus Ragavan? Like, yeah, just, yep, just really really good card overall. If it wasn't for rhinos, what do you think are like the the next decks up in my? Um,
1: so like, would you put I Hammer
0: think... Time up there? What are we talking about? Here? I would.
1: I would. I think like if I had to pick like. I guess a tier one per se. Um, i probably put rhinos and hammer time in there. I think you could probably throw merktide in, even though it's obviously didn't have a great performance in, in Vegas and stuff like that. Um, honestly, a deck that's been picking up a lot of steam lately. There was two copies in Vegas. There was a bunch of copies in the Magic Online challenges as amulet. Um, I don't know if I'd necessarily put it in tier one. But I don't know if you've seen these lists with Cultivator Colossus. Obviously, there's been
0: a lot of hype behind that card. I think the wow. price of that card is about to skyrocket because it's also very good in Commander. I think this card oh, yeah. like might get some people in trouble.
1: I uh, I played a little bit with the with the Colossus Amulet on stream today, and boy, every time I cast that card, it was disgusting, absolutely yeah. insane.
0: Let me let me put it this way: I have a friend who um does some vending, and yeah. he went through the room, found all the. F- f- Fancy foil versions of it because there's like 17 versions of the card, just like every card nowadays. <laughs> yeah. But all the fancy versions of it that were foil, and he bought all of them that he could get his hands really? on. Really? Because he's like they're only they're, he's like they're only forty dollars or whatever right now, only fifty dollars whatever it was. And he's like I think this is going to be like a hundred dollar card, hundred fifty dollar card. So. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's little. you mentioned
1: that, I'm going to go to TCG. I was going to
0: say I, for everybody at home, I can see Do Mike's face right now. Is <laughs> I, I just saw the white light come up, and I was like, that that motherfucker just pulled up TCG player. Damn it, like,
1: they're out of stock.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, someone took them down or took them out. Someone <laughs> bought all of them. You know, there's other, there's <laughs> other sites too, but I mean, uh Mike, <laughs> we're in the middle of the show. No, I'm joking, you can do it, <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but no, but seriously, um, I gotta agree with you for most of the dexon like. Another one that's been impressing me a little bit, maybe not as big as that one that I've seen a lot, especially lately, are just like the four color Omnoth piles. Like, just whatever, just yeah. there's like so many different versions of it. There's like the one that was like more like blue white control with Omnath in it, and then there's some some that are just more Yorion, you know, flavored and stuff like that. So, what do you think of that deck?
1: Those are definitely up there. Um, didn't have I, there was one in the top eight of Vegas. Um,
0: a, a guy I met the guy that was playing that that, that weekend, very good player. Yeah,
1: yeah, nice. Yeah, like you said, there's kind of like two camps right now. There's the four colored. I think there's like a Naseef version that is more controlling, mm-hmm. as is Nassif's as our Naseef deck usually, mm-hmm. where it's just like less creatures, more Planeswalkers, counterspells, wraths, and then you have the canister version, which is a Yorion version that's more blink stuff, Ephemerate, Eternal Witness, Time Warp, that kind of stuff. Uh, I think I would probably rather be more on the Yorion side of things because I think Yorion gives you a better heads up in like the the fair on fair matchups. It's like it's kind of hard to win a fair matchup when your opponent has Yorion and you have Kahira, because like mm-hmm. Yorion's just worth so many more cards yeah. when the game eventually gets to that point. So I think I'd rather be on the Orion side of things, but I think they're both pretty good.
0: Yeah, I like watched a friend of mine playing the deck with like the more permanents, right? Like you know, like he had you know he had like a bunch of creatures in his deck, you know, uh, less counterspells, less wrath. And I felt like every card he cast either was some kind of card advantage in that it drew a card or it did multiple things. Yeah, right? and, and exactly. obviously you're you're pitching to solitude or pitching to fury, but like you know he's like casting even then. Fury. yeah, and then even then you're <laughs> usually getting a, a two for two or or you're getting or you have ahead. Ephemerate. yeah or you, you have, have ephemerate, ephemerate, and you're just getting yeah. their whole board <laughs> yeah and. It does some messed up shit. I mean like have you seen the price of, of these cards recently? Like have you seen the price of Solitude recently? I had to buy
1: them I had to buy them for Vegas, so yes, I, I am
0: aware. Bruh. Yeah, I was about to say I actually good. I uh as I was gonna say luckily for Jonathan Job he was like hey if we go you got to bring me a deck and he he wanted a deck with four of them and luckily I'm just a, a person who never gets rid of anything so i just like yeah i got like 12 i probably should get rid of them when they were like 70 or whatever but uh, <laughs> you know i guess some of the full art ones and stuff i'm like i probably should sell these but whatever you know kind of thing <laughs> Too so busy. Yeah, do you feel like modern is going the way of legacy when it comes to prices at some point like obviously we'll never have dual lands right like we'll never have a single card that's like $500 $800 or anything like that but when you look at the rest of the deck, modern decks are more expensive than legacy decks when it comes to like your actual main deck. Now, like if you took the if you took the dual lands at a legacy, it would be cheaper.
1: Yeah, like the average the average card price outside mm-hmm. of the dual lands. Yeah, the there's thing less, that there's I...
0: less commons in your deck, you know, because like right. legacy, you're just yeah. playing ponder, preordain, <laughs> like all this crap, you know, Brainstorm, all that stuff. Yeah, but you're not playing like. Well, my deck has seventy mythics in it. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, I think the one
1: thing that kind of keeps me like kind of okay with the with the price of modern and I know this is not necessarily a good thing because a lot of people hate it, but with how much they do master sets, mm-hmm. like I don't know if you saw this but um, I, I don't remember who told me, it was somebody I was, I was hanging out with outside, they said that there was like a, I don't know if it was a leak or an a, a image posted for the next whatever the next Horizons or master set is and Renin Six was on there
0: uh, I think that might have been me, so like I, I, I take this with a grain of salt but when they announced it, at like the it was at like some paper event or whatever. Like people were actually there. If I remember, right? When they announced it, they were like standing in front of a screen and like the screen had stuff behind them, right? And like art for the the sets would come up, you know, like the, you know, like when they were announced, it was when they did their, um, I always joke about it. I call it the State of the Union, but for magic, you know, they do that like oh, once yeah. a year. They tell you what's going right. to happen in the next year. Like here's all the sets, right? When they announced that one, it didn't just have the name behind it, it had pictures of cards. Like usually, like, you know, Kamagawa came up and it had like the picture of Kamagawa, but not a card art or whatever, right? Right, it, yep. it had it had arts behind them, but Ren and Six was on there, like not just the
1: not just the art, the actual card.
0: Yeah, if I remember right, it might have been the card, it might have been the art, but I remember seeing Ren and Six, but it was like over, you know, it might have been, you know, I forgot who it was, it might have been over her shoulder or whatever, and like gotcha. I remember I was like, this is th- that would make sense to me it so would a, have right? that card reprint. It's a hundred dollar card, like let's reprint this thing. Like obviously, <laughs> like I have, I have them. I'm okay. Like, like I always say, people are always like, "Are you okay with the reserve list?" I'm Like, yes. I, I would lose a ton of money and be happy about it. You know, more people
1: would be able to play. Yeah, I would just actually get to yeah.
0: cast of my legacy cards. You know, forever <laughs> and play them. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not some guy in my, I'm not some guy in my house where my basement is just full filled up with you know dual lands. I'm like, that's my retirement fund. You know, kind of thing. Like, I'm not trying to call anybody out. Like, you know, if you're into that stuff, no, it's yeah. good, good for you. Have, have fun with it. But, you know, it'd be great and stuff. And so like, um. Yeah, it might have it, you know someone else might have said this, but I've I've said that multiple times. I firmly believe that card's going to be in that set, and I think it's great. Like, I think a all the sets should have one or two big time reprints in them, or whatever. And b mm-hmm. like you need to do something. They're aware of the secondary market. There's no way they're that clueless, and no. like you need to help it out in some place. Like and I don't think you have to necessarily go the way of like Termagoyf where you've reprinted it into the damn ground it's also it's also not really playable that much anymore right well, yeah. I say that it's actually making a little bit of a comeback in some decks but you get what I'm saying it's not like right. it was where it's like you know it was the best blue card ever printed for a while you know it was in legacy and stuff but like think, think about that if if they yeah. had
1: taken Termagoyf and they they had just re- like i guess is a bad exit is Force Will on reserve list it is right
0: uh, that I don't think so. Maybe it is, but okay. they've reprinted it a million times, like in the last couple years. Judge
1: promos and all that stuff. Yeah, oh no, yeah, because they it, did the master set. Too. Yeah, they did yeah. the master set. It's also
0: um, been like there's like 17 uh, alternate versions of it pretty now. Expensive. Too expensive. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say, imagine if they did like the Tarmogoyf thing with the Force of Will, but I guess they kind of already have done that. Right? I think
0: <laughs> when they do that, I think when they do that, I think they might be able to get around it a tiny bit with like supplemental product. That's like it's not actually mm. into a playable format. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like it's not yep. a standard format. It's like not a modern format, but you could like technically reprint because. Force of Will got reprinted in what, double was it Double Masters where you got the full art one, the extended art yep. one? The one and that looks like Eternal anime-ish. Masters before that, too. Right. And then also an Amonkhet.
1: Oh, yeah. They <laughs> had the fancy version of amanket, yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to have Judge one. Yeah, you
0: yeah, used to have one of every kind of Force of Will, and then I was like, why yeah. do I own these? And like, the prices on the rips are, someone please take these or me, kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, like, I think Renin Six should definitely reprint it. Also, I think it's just good for the set, right? Like, you have that one real chase card that's like a reprint, plus there's going to be something in the set for people to go after, right? But like, right. it's nice to have that one thing to open packs and be like, "Oh my god!" When you open it, kind of like you know you did this weekend. I kind of wanted to mm. seamless. You see the seamless. <laughs> see how good that was. That's why I get That's the a nice bucks. transition. I like that. Yeah, everybody at home. Uh, I was watching Doomwake go to the uh, go to the prize wall with his with his tickets, and we were both like talking about like with the you know we're trying to game the system. Obviously, we're magic players. We're min maxing his tickets, and he goes and gets like you know a card to sell for some money or whatever. But He's like, "What pack should I get?" And I was like, "Oh, for sure, get some MH two, but get the set boosters, because like for the for the money, they're generally some of the better stuff. Because like you're more likely to open Ragavan. you can get the the uh, what are they called retro duels, and I mean yep. retro fetches and stuff in there. And you mm-hmm. know the 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 other boosters are a little different, right? And uh, how'd that first pack go for you? Uh, I mean, I would say it
1: went above average. I mean, if you go and look at the prices of the set. And you look at the most expensive card. Oh, Ragavan. Yeah, I opened that one. And then if you look maybe down the little list a little bit, oh, Urza Saga. Yeah, that was in the same pack, too. So I guess it went
0: good. Yeah, so you opened, what, like four or five packs, was it? I
1: think it was four packs.
0: Yeah, the rest of them were plus That's dog the shit. Strixhaven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the rest they're... of them were terrible. Yeah, but who cares? Who you who cares? open one of the best packs I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> The greatest pack uh, I've ever seen open ever was the uh, the uh, one of the sets where Force of Will got reprinted. Somebody opened Force of Will foil Force of Will. Oh boy! Yeah, that's like <laughs> that's a pretty good one. It's like a million dollars because like yeah. the foil ones are worth infinite at the time. And I was just like, <laughs> he was like, oh look, that's cool. And I was just like, do you realize you just opened probably like the only pack in existence that has this? Like you literally <laughs> opened a one of a kind pack, you know, kind of thing. But. Uh, yeah. And then upon impressive. your
1: upon your recommendation, I opened some more because I got some more price tickets. I got some more strict saving packs. Those didn't go that well. I, I think the see, most think expensive my, card. I think the most expensive card I opened was on the list, and it was a Liliana.
0: I like how you're like upon your recommendation. I was like, with what you had left over, that might have been when you're, It was actually the guy behind the desk who was telling you to do that, not me.
1: Oh shit,
0: you're right. I, I think he was just trying to get rid of packs. They were trying to get rid They're of <laughs> whatever. They're I mean, not. it's cool. Whatever. You, I will say, you didn't pay too much for them, so. I, I mean,
1: those, those Japanese tutors are infinite.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And they're, like, super... Like, it's a great trade thing to have or something to sell. The prices on them are great. Um, speaking of that, so, like, when I was on the site for, like, my birthday, I was like, you know what? I feel, like, I feel like treating myself a little bit. So I made sure to get, like, the full experience of the event. I went and walked around to, like, every booth just to see what every single one had, etc. Um, not card-wise, just the other ones as well. And... I went to, like, you know, Cedric's booth with the Coalesce Apparel. I got myself my first uh, – well, I say my first. The first shirt that I've got myself or whatever. Like, I had to I had to buy Todd's shirt because uh, I lost a bet to him once. So I have a, a Roll Todd shirt. If you know anything about me, I'm, a, I'm an SEC football fan, and I graduated from LSU. So we're like, we do not like the Alabama football team here.
1: Nice. That's a good bet.
0: Mostly because they destroy bet. us or whatever, but yeah, we have a we we used to have bets every year, but then like there was like a five or six year span where I was like, we can't do this anymore because y'all are way better than we are. <laughs> for, like a, I'm, just, we I'm were, just spewing money. Yeah, we were just getting crushed every year, yeah. right? And um, <clears throat> so I went around. I ended up buying a couple packs for myself to see if I could like high roll like, for, and it was like fun ones, right? You know, it's like buying like you know crazy packs that like have. Super high roll ability, like you know, I got bought some MH1 packs, MH2, you know, double maps, stuff like that. I'm like, let's just try to hit hundred dollar cards, you know, like like I'm I'm rolling the dice at the craps table. Some omnic to...
1: packs, some invocations, maybe. Yeah,
0: make. dude, I I try, but they were like so expensive there for some reason. Like, really? Yeah, they were like twenty something dollars. I don't remember the exact, but I was like, come on, man, there's something else in this set, like <laughs> you know, like I'm gonna open a smuggler's copter and get really mad, you know, <laughs> 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 or something along along those lines, you know, so. But uh, so, what's next with you and Magic? Is it just streaming? Yeah,
1: streaming until they announce the next big event, to be honest with you. Right. Streaming is pretty much all I do. Twitch.tv slash do make,
0: by the way. Yeah, check it um, out. What's, your, what's but, your schedule for people at home?
1: So, obviously, with Vegas, it's a little bit different and Thanksgiving, all that stuff. But on a normal week, I try to do Monday through Thursday, 2 p.m., to try to go around until 9 or ten, seven 7 or 8 hours, all Eastern time. Uh, Friday I take off, and then Sunday I always start at 11 a.m. for the Modern Challenge. And then Sunday is up in the air. Sometimes I stream, sometimes I don't. But it's at least Monday through Thursday and then Saturday. And then with the other two, Mm -hmm. maybes.
0: And so it's like it's the perfect – actually, I love your time slot because it's like perfect for if I need something to do while I'm, you know, messing around at work or somebody at home is like, yeah, you know, I can have like a second monitor up. You have that. Or you get home from work, you know, you grab yourself a beer, you grab yourself some dinner, whatever it is you do. And you're like, man, I want to watch some magic really want some rhinos you know or whatever. So you can go over. <laughs> or the some D-Wake asmo so i'm just gonna home, be sitting
1: there just crying playing asthma yeah this is not good
0: anymore i do i do want to make sure everybody at home knows the 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 name is spelled d zero zero m
1: wake
0: it is good catch because I, I have definitely looked for you before and been like why can't i find the right channel or whatever <laughs> like this is really <laughs> annoying and i'm like oh i'm dumb and i'm not computer literate when it comes to this <laughs> kind of stuff um What what do you want to see out of OP? Like, honestly, do you have an idea? Like, honestly, what I want, I just want to go back to what it was like, like, pretty much go back to what it was before MPL. but we're not going to get it to that extent, I don't think, if we do.
1: Oh. I mean, like we were talking about earlier, I like the idea of the, like, Grand Prix slash big events being more of a convention, more of like a, Mm. a PAX type deal with, you know, booths and vendors and... Uh, maybe even some other, like, okay, I don't know if you remember this, but do you remember uh, back? I think it was when they had nationals, and they would always have, I can't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday of nationals, but they would just have, like, I think it was, like, certain Watsy employees versus maybe fans, and they would just play with, like, a giant deck of cards. Do you ever you yes. remember those events? Yeah. I want to do that again. I want to have, like, that kind of shit, you know? Just the um,
0: ridiculous, like, yeah, fan, just, like, service. Like, like, fan events, service. Yeah, super fun events. Yeah. No, remember sure. when
1: uh that one year that sam black won a car at worlds i do but that year like just He didn't take like the car that, by the you
0: know? way just so you know oh he didn't yeah i don't blame him like what do you do with the car like oh <laughs> uh, you, know, okay. you, you know how much I guess, taxes yeah i guess to you just car? take cash yeah, yeah but funny. yeah you, you take the money but like also like i think sam would probably be the person to drive around that car he'd be like one of the people but like can you imagine driving around a magic car because like i think it had like magic decals on it yeah yeah can you imagine that oh man I mean, as as far as like OP,
1: it's tough because you know, as they were saying, you know, they don't want they don't want people to be able to play Magic professionally, and I, I like I sort of sympathize with them, but at the same time, we really need some sort of competitive circuit because if they don't have some sort of competitive event like this on a regular basis, people are just going to stop playing. You know, they're definitely and. I, maybe I'm just like not looking at it from the lens of a casual player but like me myself if they just like said, you know, if they just posted tomorrow like hey, we're never going to have competitive events again, um I I don't know if I'd keep playing. You know, it's like I live for this kind of shit. Yeah, and it's like it, it's as it sucks, but that's just kind of the way it is and I know that like a lot of their I think a lot of their sales come from mostly casual players, like people who play Kitchen Table, Commander, all that oh, stuff.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: 100%. And I think that's part of why they maybe haven't announced anything yet, because they just, like, I just, I don't know, but I, you, just, you gotta have some competitive events, man. You gotta. It,
0: yeah, I think we're gonna have just a scaled back version of things. You know, like, way less often, like, not, there's not a Grand Prix every weekend you know, kind of thing. There's, you know, um, just way less often, like, there might be some bigger events at some point, you know, but, like, what feeds them we don't know you know like it matters what they're willing to stomach money wise because you know it does cost them a lot of money to do this kind of thing if it looks anything like it did in the past you know i think that's a big thing but i just gotta agree with you because like i think the casual part of the game is the strongest it's ever ever been oh yeah i think it's unreal and i think it's great what they're doing supplemental sets the commander stuff like maybe there's too many honestly because like they're kind of yeah they're kind of drowning people in this stuff but I think it's awesome. You know, someone at Wasi figured it out for like, this is what makes us the money. So just lean into that, which is like, or maybe someone at Hasbro, I think is a better way to put that and stuff. So um, shareholders. Yeah. I mean like having a bigger CEO come over was like literally the worst thing that could have ever happened to the game for that kind of stuff. Because like the way that stuff works is they only stay around for like a few years. So they're just trying to make sure that everything looks good while they're there. And then they leave and they don't give a they shit. They don't
1: really look at a long term.
0: No, they're there for nope. literally the next quarter. Next yep. quarter, next quarter. We got we to make more this quarter than we did last quarter kind of thing. So, you know, that kind of stuff's annoying. But for me, yeah, it's just like I feel like the players like myself, which I'm including you into that, you know, the players that have always had the more competitive mindset, I feel like we've been disenfranchised over the last few years. Yeah. And it's funny because, that. like, they, they leaned real hard into it with the MPL, and then they just completely missed the mark with it. They, they actually, that's where it started is, like, I'm like, you, you took away our opportunity. You know, we, we, we can watch these people play, but we can't ever replicate what they're doing. Like, we just don't even have an option, no. you know, kind of thing.
1: And, and it was a lot of the same people in the MPL mm-hmm. for like back to back, right?
0: Oh, the, like regulation was like almost n- not a thing. Yeah, you know, exactly. at some point. So, uh, and I'm not saying I'm here to like, oh, I want to see people lose their job every weekend. Like, no, that's all, that's also awful, which is like another reason why, like, you know, I look at it, um, you know, cause Hearthstone did a very similar thing. And I looked at it like, watching it like watching it from an outside perspective and harshly because I'm not involved in that community anymore. But like I would just like watch someone I know or someone I followed on Twitter. Or like I, I don't know the word. what a better word is than regulated because like that's the best thing for me. If anyone here is a football fan or whatever, you know, blah, 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 you know, European football, uh, a football fan. or anything, that's a better way to put it is uh, it's the only way I can put it. And it's like you, you watch someone lose their livelihood. And then like almost everyone has the same thing like, well, I'm out. So like I'm probably never going to play the game again. Yeah, it would never come back. Yeah, because, like, like, why would you play anymore? That would feel awful. Like, can you imagine getting fired from, like, your dream job or a job you've worked super hard on? And they're like, yeah, you can still do this, like, a little bit on the side if you want, but it'll it'll just never be the same for you. Like, you would never do it. You would never go back and do one of those things unless you just, like, are a masochist. You know, you just love that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I definitely would like to see something like that. Like, some reason for me to get excited. Because, like, here's the thing. There's been a lot of events around me lately. You know, like, a little, like, you know, a $500 tournament here, a one K there or whatever. And like, I have literally no drive
1: to play them. But also
0: I'm a little older, you know, I've, I've had a career kind of thing. So like, it's a little different for me, but you know, I don't, I just don't have a a thing because like, you know, I've been to the pro tour a bunch and like one of the things that makes me the most sad about that, like all people are like, Oh, you're sad. You're not going to get to go back. I'm like, yes, but I'm sad. You're not going to get to do it. I don't mean you you specifically, I mean you listening at home You know, if that was your dream or you got to watch it, you never got to experience that. Yep. And like, I can't, I can't even begin to tell someone how, like, how much it meant to me to play in PT25. You know, I got to sit next to Brennan DeCandio, like one of my just best friends in the entire world. You know, like this guy went to my wedding, you know, kind of stuff. Like we, you know, like, you know, he's the main, one of the main reasons I went to Vegas was like, you know, Brennan actually is the first time he like left his house since before the pandemic, you know, kind of thing. And uh, getting to play next to him and play Legacy cards on the Pro Tour was like an actual lifelong dream of mine. You know, kind of stuff like that. And other people Once will never... Yeah, they'll never get to experience that. Like, I still remember I still remember my first Pro Tour in, like, you know, 1989 or whatever. You know, like blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't really then. It was, like, 2003 or something like that. But I was so scared. I was so nervous. I had no idea what I was doing. You know? And stuff. And, like, I loved it. Like, that's, that's a good thing. Like, I... You know, I did horribly and when I left, I just couldn't wait till I was like, all right, so when's the next PTQ? You know, like when do I when when do I get to go back? You know, kind of thing. You know, I thought it'd be I thought it'd be super easy. I'm like, yeah, I'll just get right back on, it's no big deal, right? It'll be easy. <laughs> right? Narrator voice: It was not easy, but uh. yeah, they're,
1: they're, you're never going to be able to get to replicate that same experience. Mm-hmm. Like you said, sitting down for your first Pro Tour, and I like, remember how that at the PTs where they used to like, they used to have an announcement and they would be like, people who were in their first Pro Tour, please stand up or whatever, it was you so know. Awkward. And it's like you see, you just like you stand up. It's just I don't know. I love yeah. that shit.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. Uh, one of the worst parts for me is my first Pro Tour was limited, and some people at home, who don't know, we used to have Pro Tours that were only one format, it was limited or constructed, yep. right? Yep. and so. Yeah we would just draft you just draft multiple times day one draft multiple times day two cut to top eight right kind of thing it was, it was that kind of event right and i had actually never been in a professional draft before the pro tour because i won mm. a ptq right and at the ptq top eight we didn't do what we're you know what you're do at a professional approach so like and they don't warn you they're just like all right sit down and start drafting and i was like all right and like you know you have to be all proper and i was just like <laughs> Thankfully, I was like, I'm, I'm a quick dude, and I caught on and like looked around to see what everybody else is doing. But I was like, this could have gone very badly if like I didn't know what was going on, you know? Because like, like
1: start passing packs. We always yeah. had a rule in team drafts where if you if if like because we we did like three on threes, and mm-hmm. if anybody if one person at the table had all packs there, they would just like they would just get like an immediate loss or whatever.
0: They just they just owe an extra twenty to the to the <laughs> prize pool, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because like man. you know, you can't even you can't even have an extra like you everything is timed, right? Yep. You have a lot of amount of time, and if you make your pick in the first five seconds, you're sitting there for forty seconds, you know, and like you've got to wait until you pass the next pack and stuff. So it was it was intimidating, but in a good way, you know, and it, it drove me to be a better player. And it, you know, a lot of people at home, hey, this might not be your thing, and that's fine. But I want you to have the opportunity that I had. You know, I want you to have so, the same kind of things for that. So sorry for being so somber and making it kind of almost like sad here. But like, <laughs> man, I just the glory days, right? You know, back in my day kind of stuff, you know,
1: people have to have something to aspire to, you know, I think and a if, really there's, way to put it. if there's nothing at the if there's no light at the end of the tunnel and what are what are people playing for? You know, Mm -hmm. it's just like they're just like what I like what I what I was kind of thinking is like maybe they have a tournament series where they maybe do one one GP size thing a month. And then after a year, you know, do like X amount of the best finishers get invited, something like that. Like like you said, it doesn't have to be every week like GPs have to be like three a weekend and doing all this stuff. But just like something, something to strive for, something to achieve, something there's an achievable goal. That's what people want. They want an achievable goal
0: hmm yeah and just put them in like put them in the sicko areas you know put it in vegas right yeah put it, put it in atlanta you know put it in philadelphia you know the the chicago like not in the orlando. winter please. yeah orlando just not in the winter please like let's be a little <laughs> smarter like i think i i don't know if I ever like i joked with you so though like one year year and a half i went hard on the SDG tour i remember we had an event in like north new york i'm trying sure to remember the name of the city it was like uh syracuse or something right and it was during the winter Right. It might've been in like November. I don't remember. I don't own clothes for that. Like I physically do not have clothes ready for that. And like Ross is like, Hey, I got you. Like when you get off the, like get off the plane. Like he had like an extra thing. Like I just wore layers, you know, yep. I literally wore like pants under my pants. And then I wore like a t-shirt, like a sweater. Then I put a hoodie over the sweater and then I put another bigger hoodie over that one. <laughs> oh, and I was still freezing. Oh man. It snowed. It snowed in my life twice where I live, and it was like really? a big deal. And when I say it snowed, you could like make a snowball, but like not. Nah, you couldn't make like a snowman, you know, kind of thing. So
1: know, like a half an inch or whatever.
0: But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it. Cut, like the ground was white. You know, like it, right. It, you you, you could, you'd hear the crunch, like walking <laughs> through, and stuff. Yeah, so. in areas
1: like that, they it's definitely a huge deal. Certain areas. Mm-hmm.
0: So we do a fun thing on this show, and I want to see if you wanted to do a, a, a few of them. um have you ever heard of what we do with overrated underrated? I have. Okay, would you like to do a few of them? Let's go. Alright, hold on, let me scroll up. Wait, wait, I forgot how long <laughs> these can get in here. Alright. So uh, we're a little behind on these, and I'm gonna promise everybody at home as soon as Ross gets back, we might just do an entire episode of just these so we can get we can get <laughs> them out of the way. So I might skip one or two years if I skip yours, sorry, but uh Yeoman 5 writes, renan 7. Uh underrated. Yeah, I'm gonna say underrated, especially for when he wrote this. This is in September. We're a little behind. Oh, okay. And uh, it's a card that Ross and I definitely overlooked of how good it is. You, you can say some stuff along with Overrated Underrated as you want. Um, I've played a very yeah. little bit
1: of Standard, but it, it's looked really good.
0: Yeah, the, cards, the I think the card's going to be very good going forward if like we play some competitive Standard. Uh, Joe, Mr. English says, playing full cost, or paying full cost for Omniscience. For Omniscience? Uh, underrated... <laughs> See, I get a what smirk? you. I get you Yeah, I get it. While you're going there, I'm going to say overrated because you're a fool if you're paying full price for this. Man, I'm playing. paying retail for omniscience? Come on.
1: Yeah, but what if there's a void mirror in play?
0: Come on now, get out of here. Okay, sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you are you a uh, are you a uh, sports ball guy? Football. Yes, that's Football? about the only sport okay. that I watch. Okay. Well, this one. This one's about a different sport, but. Okay. Uh, this one says stealing signs or cards in baseball obviously they're both overrated don't ever steal cards and and stuff or whatever but uh did you you, do you know what they're referring to with the cards in baseball
1: that i don't know
0: okay so uh in football you know the quarterback has that thing on his wrist that he can look at it's like all the plays and stuff so the so all the players in baseball have those now for defensive alignments so when a different person comes up they're like they look at like oh i'm supposed to shift over this way and the catchers have one too and there was a game recently where There was a play at home, and the catcher and a player got like kind of tangled up. They might have run into each other, whatever. Blah blah blah. And the catcher's card slipped out of his pocket and was on the ground. And when the runner was getting up, he just grabs the card and walks off the field with it. How do you feel about that?
1: That's really that's sketchy. (laughs) Yeah, don't. I agree
0: with it. I agree that sketchy. Oh, he got the shit pegged out of him in the next. They threw at him him in the next game. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that shit. No. Same thing, with st- same thing as stealing signs. Uh don't do it, but here's the other thing I can tell you, don't get caught. Everyone's cheating in baseball, just don't get caught. <laughs> Whatever. So, uh this next one's a football one. I think you'll like this. The giant poster boards that football play- the football uses from the sidelines for play calling when they ha- oh, when they uh, don't have radios. Uh Have you oh, seen maybe. these what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, for people at home, they have what uh it's almost like the size of a like a poster board, and it usually has like four distinct images on them, and they they put those up in succession, and it somehow it's like signals in something for the players. Yeah. And it will have the most it's random like a triangle
1: shit. and a, yeah. a flamingo or something. Yeah, and then, like the
0: Undertaker. That, yeah. and then, like yeah. you know, it's like it's always the most <laughs> random stuff. Uh, I'm gonna go with underrated because I think it's really cool and great to see them resort to like you know they have all the best technology in the world. They're like, we just have to do this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when they're, when they're just like they're out of electronics and yeah, mm-hmm. no signal.
0: Yeah. Arquithal says getting stranded somewhere.
1: Mm, in Vegas underrated. <laughs> yeah, uh, for yeah sure. pro, pro, probably underrated as, as a whole, I would say. I'm going to
0: go with uh, underrated as well. I think one of the most uh, person defining things you can do for yourself to like really figure out who you are, what you like, what you dislike is uh, traveling alone. And this is like very akin to that kind of thing.
1: So. Yeah, especially when you don't know where you're going, you know, you get mm-hmm. to like learn a bunch of different things and learn the area. So yeah, I, I would say underrated.
0: It's funny that you say Vegas when I first moved there. Like the first time that I spent like a decent amount of time there, um, I remember I was staying with Jonathan Joe. I was living in his house, and he's like, he's like, hey, I gotta go somewhere for like a week. You use you can use my car. So like I had to move my stuff yet, and I was like, cool. And I made sure to not use GPS that entire like week that he was, unless oh, I had there to. You. You should have figured out yourself. Yeah, at one point it's like, where the fuck am I? You know, it's like, <laughs> I don't know what's going <laughs> on. Yeah. Uh, WC Power Nine says, finding a twenty dollar bill in a jacket pocket you haven't worn in a few years.
1: Underrated.
0: Oh, definitely underrated. It's like one of the best, right? Easily. You reach in your pocket, oh, yeah. you're like, what's that? You know? What
1: is this? Looks like I'm getting lunch today.
0: I'm not going to lie. Uh, it, it's funny mentioning Vegas again. As a poker player, if that ever happens, it was always real nice. Because you'd find like a oh, wad yeah. you didn't know. I definitely <laughs> found like a wad of like a few grand once, And I was like, oh, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But, uh, Must have Leo, been the last night. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Leo the Magic Man says, the various fast food sub places. You can go into detail here if you want.
1: Overrated. Well, I guess I, I don't know if do people assume do people think Subway is actually good. If people yeah. think Subway is good, then let's, I guess let's go appropriately.
0: From, yeah, let's go from that that way that people think that these <laughs> places are actually worthy of your time and money.
1: Overrated. Well, oh, I yeah. mean Subway specifically, I think is overrated. I don't it's mind Jersey Mics. I think they're okay, uh, but Subway is <clears throat> atrociously bad.
0: Did you did you see the the study that came out of it recently about the tuna? No, I didn't see that. So someone got a bunch of tuna from Subway and like sent it to whatever. And they could not identify it as tuna in any way, shape, or form. Or even fish, apparently. <laughs> and someone's telling oh me it's, it's a little God. misleading or whatever about it. But I'm just like, still, when I hear that, that doesn't inspire it's, it's confidence.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm not it's it's probably some kind of mystery meat, you know. <laughs> Who yeah, the hell knows what it is. Yeah.
0: I will say the last time I ate at Subway I got sick. So that's, that's the only I'm gonna leave you there. I, but I will I'm say not surprised. Some of the other places that try a little harder and they're a little bit better, like their ingredients are a little better. It's not I just find like Subway is super like bland and plain. Oh yeah, they're too And right. like they just don't give a shit. Which, do you like Jersey they, Mike's? Uh, I've had it before and I like it more. But oh, I God. find that sometimes their stuff gets soggy because they put a lot of yeah, dressing on it and do. stuff sometimes. So but Whatever, I'm not a big sub guy anyway. We have, yeah. we do Po Boys where I live, <laughs> which it's technically the same thing, but anyway. I'm sure someone who's, someone who's a southerner just got real mad when I said that, but. Uh-oh. Uh, all right, uh, uh under, uh, underworldly gaze.
1: Underworldly gaze? Uh, is it underworldly otherworldly? Gaze? Yeah, it says yeah, under, other, it was an auto-correct,
0: it, uh, it auto-corrected, so.
1: Um, it's funny because when it first came out, I think it was overrated, but now I think it's probably appropriately rated. I think people realize that mm. it's not as good as people thought it was.
0: Yeah, I I would go with like, it was definitely underrated at one point, you know, I was like, I didn't even think about it. And then I started seeing it showing up in decks. So I'm like, oh yeah, that just makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. So I think it's going to be, the, the rating is going to be tied to if those decks are playable or not. Right. As yeah. Well, I,
1: I mean, think. it is card disadvantage at the end of the day, but like mm-hmm. if you can make up for it, then it, it does some cool mm-hmm. stuff. So.
0: Someone says podcast as an information medium. Underrated. Oh, big agree. I love a, a <laughs> good podcast that's trying to teach me something. Yeah. I do like them more for entertainment. I'm not going to lie. But every now and then, like... Podcasts in general are just just great. Just Yeah, great. I do I do a lot of, like, walking or stuff. So, like, it helps a lot. Like, where do you usually consume yours the most? In the car?
1: Uh, In the car, when I'm working out. Those are mostly the same.
0: Yeah, same. Working out's a big one for me. Or just, like, I like to get... The biggest problem for me over the last like two years, especially in the pandemic, is I've been sitting too much. Yeah, It you know, is like same. physically sitting too much, and so I make sure I go out and uh, you know get around as much as I can. So I usually either call someone, like because we can still do that with our phones. By the way, you can still call someone. So
1: you're saying it's not just the people, the 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 spam calls that I get about my my car insurance, <laughs> dude. I, I
0: was gonna say I I get at least one call every day. That's at least. like yeah. yeah, from some. Same. It's funny how your your phone catches it now it like says spam or likely not good or something you know like it has like funny <laughs> yeah. stuff for it now it's great uh the next one is from wc power nine he says slurpees uh, overrated i'm not a big fan i'm also not a big fan but i think everyone That's at home could guess they could guess that with me with how i eat and drink and stuff so uh kfet says phoenix in modern and i'm just gonna go with overrated because i just don't even think that deck's playable so yeah
1: probably overrated
0: yeah. it's great in all the cool. other formats though <laughs> All right, Cathal says having to appear busy at work due to the lack of work.
1: Uh, underrated.
0: You think it's underrated? Huh. I
1: think so. I mean, just like making it look like you're doing something.
0: It, look, look. Here's the key: either look agitated or have something in your hands. Like always have yeah, a piece exactly. of paper or something in your hands, or a clipboard or whatever. You, no one will ever bother you. Trust <laughs> me. I, I made a I made a career at this at one job that I worked at. So. <laughs> Or just like pick up the phone, like I used to. Mm-hmm. I
1: used to do like like uh, customer service. It's just like oh, I just pick have... up the phone, even though I'm not on the phone. I'm just I just have the phone in my hand. Just you know, mm-hmm. it looks like you're <laughs> listening someone your to someone yell at
0: you or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, Exactly. You have way thicker skin than I do. You're a better man than I am. I could not have done customer service. <laughs> where Where was that? I was at a it was at a local credit union.
1: I did like oh, the God. customer
0: service portion for a little
1: bit. It was only like six months of customer service. where I moved to in. But yeah, it was uh, not Yikes. not the most entertaining six months.
0: All right, I like this one. Leo the Magic Man says, Community the show.
1: I've never I never actually watched it.
0: Uh, I actually recently binge-watched it, and yeah. while it did not age great for some of the stuff that goes on in it, other than that, the show is absolutely hilarious. It took me a little bit. Like, I had to kind of get into it. You know, like, the first couple episodes didn't grip me, but I thought it was... I thought the first, like, you know, four or five seasons were very solid and very, very good. So I'm going to go with underrated on that one, or properly rated, because it is does have, like, a very good People like uh, it. following. Yeah. Yeah yeoman 5 says, "Fighting games. Are you a, are you a gamer outside of card games?" Uh, I used to be. I think fighting games are underrated. I was uh, like, I was huge into
1: like Soul Caliber, Soul Caliber Two back in the day, like PS2 or whatever. Uh, I used to love that shit. Yeah, I was so a Street underrated. Fighter
0: guy myself and stuff. Yeah. But I'm gonna go with underrated too. I love watching the pop off videos at tournaments when someone mm. just goes nuts or does like some yeah. really ridiculous play or something because they get into that shit. There was one recently where a guy like. Popped off after winning a big event and he dislocated his shoulder like while doing it, and so he just like falls to the floor. Yeah, he's literally just (laughs) celebrating, right? It's like, uh, it was like the Grammatica when he got that, he hit that like, like kick didn't even really matter for the Arizona Cardinals and he blew his knee out, like celebrating. Uh, Oh, that's kind of you remember that one?
1: Yeah, I think I remember that one.
0: And this, this, this one'll one'll be funny here. Uh, Joe Mr. English says, sec football.
1: Mm, I don't watch a ton of college football, but I. Guess I'll say overrated.
0: See, I'm glad you said that because it's 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 obviously underrated. Even if we are okay. considered the best, because every because everyone's <laughs> like, oh, it's really not that. And like, look what happens every time there's like a national title game with a non-SEC team versus an SEC team. They get <laughs> fucking worked. <laughs> it's just better football down here. Uh, it, next word just said Pac-12 football. I'm just gonna go with overrated because it's not SEC football. So. Ooh. Well, now
1: I'm going to say That's underrated. Fine.
0: Yeah, obviously it's underrated. They're <laughs> obviously great. So, do you know? I don't even know what this one is. It next one says battle slash cage tennis. I don't. I don't know what that is. Do you?
1: Not familiar with that. No. You know what?
0: Well, we ask the next one. I'm going to Google it because someone said spices for the next one. So, we get some random ones, man. I love battle it.
1: Battle slash cage tennis,
0: huh? I'm I'm googling it right now. Hold on.
1: No, I'm intrigued.
0: Uh, I. It just looks like tennis in is a that cage. Just like a tennis tennis match in the middle of a wrestling ring or something. Yeah, literally, it's just a cage match. But you're <laughs> Another Undertaker reference. I, I don't know <laughs> this one. I'm gonna have, hopefully hopefully listening and you can kind of be more specific. Send me a link to exactly what you meant for your next one. But uh, the next one, we'll go for a few more. Uh, this is what I love when they do this. By the way, you'll you'll get it with the next few ones. Uh, this one's okay. spices. Uh, underrated. Yeah, obviously underrated. Like I love cooking and. The more stuff you put. The oh, next yeah. one says herbs, underrated. Underrated. The next one says the kernel secret blend of herbs and spices that give KFC its finger in flavor. <laughs>
1: oh my god,
0: uh, overrated because KFC sucks. I was going to say the same thing. Overrated. Cause, there you like, go. Have you, here's yeah. my answer. Have you tried Popeyes? Like that's that's my answer. <laughs> yeah, come on.
1: <laughs> yeah. Popeyes Popeyes is the best.
0: Yeah, rubber duck sauce says spicy sideboard tech.
1: Mm, I think overrated. I also think like, overrated. People, people really like they, you know, if they change like one sideboard card, it's like the world is over. I don't know. I, I yeah. think
0: overrated. I'm gonna go slightly overrated too because like, A, you might not draw it. B, you might not play the matchup. It's intended for like, you could have especially a big if it's effect. a one off Yeah, right? I know, right? If you're, yeah. or you're not playing legacy where you always see all your cards, you know, kind of yeah. thing. All right, we got a few more of these, and then I'll get you out of here. I don't want to keep it too long. Um, someone says shuffling your sideboard into your main and then going in and taking out 15 cards, making it seem like you boarded, but made no changes. Or just, you can make that two different parts too, however you
1: want. Underrated one. I do that all the time. Definitely I'm gonna, underrated.
0: I'm also going to say underrated, but I'm way too lazy for that shit, so I don't do it. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's it's yeah. different if you're playing like, I, I, like I, I used to play some decks with transformational sideboards, so it's like, it comes up a lot more there. But
0: Alright, I'm going to actually, uh, you're going to get a few more just because they, they did it again where they're all they're all oh, related, sure, yeah. and I love this one. okay so rapid fire uh, geese underrated underrated grease the film <laughs> overrated overrated grease the musical uh, underrated mm, I don't like musicals so overrated <laughs> uh, grease for squeaky hinges uh, oh underrated I'm gonna say underrated and then uh, someone says using WD-40 as a catch-all lubricant I'm gonna leave that one alone <laughs> And then there there was another one right after this one that we're also not going to say. I'm not going to read that one on air, but it, it's a very similar question. I'm going to put it that way. <laughs>
1: it's a, it's, that's one of those leading ones that you were talking about earlier.
0: Oh, it led into one and then they wrote it. <laughs> they said it out loud. <laughs>
1: oh man.
0: Devin, you've been great today. I really appreciate you being on the show. For anybody at home that wants to see more of you, hear more of you, anything like that, where can they find you?
1: Twitch.tv slash DoomWake. As Tannen said earlier, d 0 Wake uh same with the youtube same with the twitter uh discord is
0: the doom room d00m like
1: and are y'all the that's... legion of doom
0: and why and, and why will they only why will they be that from now on if not already
1: i think there's some copyright issues there but cares. it's worth it <laughs>
0: i'm sorry <laughs> uh but yeah that's pretty much it for me yeah uh for the cast you know where to go uh make sure you check out our sponsor at Barrister and Man. That's man of two N's. uh, Barristerandman.com. Use the code MCGRants at checkout for 15% off. We'll talk some more about their stuff in the next episode. This is just a quick, dirty episode. And then you can find me on Twitter at TheTan and Grace and on Twitch at Tan and Grace. But like we've been talking about, I don't really stream that much anymore. So make sure you check that stuff out. Thanks for listening at home. Uh, Doomwake, again, thanks for being on the show. You were great. And uh, we'll hopefully come back next week with a show with Ross on it. Or maybe if you like this more, maybe without Ross, maybe with another guest. We'll see. (laughs) So uh, for everyone home, thanks for listening. We'll see you all next week.